We are members of the body of Christ, which is the church. Following God's command of not neglecting to gather together to stir each other up in love and good works and to go out and gather the harvest of lost souls to Christ. The word tells us to be born again of water and spirit and staying in line with the word of God, we baptize souls in the name of Jesus and help them receive his Holy Spirit, which comes with speaking in tongues. We flow in the power of God through demonstration of healing. God does not desire for his people to be sick or live in bondage, therefore healing and deliverance must take place. We are a training institute that amplifies the knowledge and understanding of biblical principles in Christians in order for them to become effective in fulfilling the responsibilities of the Great Commission. Hey guys, welcome to Insight. I am Gino, your host, and as usual, I have my little buddy, Robert Chambers. Robert, how you doing, man? You're the guy that's only 5'5", five, five that boosts his seat to so everybody so he looks taller. <laughs> like I'm the big buddy here. <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised we get any guests on this show with your witty banner. <laughs> I guess that's what we I'm call it. I'm telling you, it's the face that brings them, man. You know this already. I think it's the halo, to be honest. It is, but it brings them for other reasons. Call me <laughs> heretic and things like that. <laughs> well, without much further ado, let's introduce a returning guest to Insight, one of our favorites, Miss Tramico. Tweet and I said it correctly. I did yes, it. I did it. AKA Miko. Yes. Miko, how are you? I am well. How are you? We are doing fantastic. Well, at least I am. I shouldn't speak for Robert. I'm doing great. Have you seen me? <laughs> I have. I have. Well, there it yeah, is. Yeah, I was considering if, if I had control over your video, I would just turn it off, but unfortunately, we can't do that from my side. <laughs> yeah, because all your viewership would go down, man. They like, all we got to look at is, well, I'm sure, you know, Miko's here now. People won't turn off, you know. No, no. They have no. something else to look at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so glad you're back, man. It was, I so enjoyed, it was like, when you came on, man, it's like, I eat good. <laughs> like, you know. It is. It's like, I was like, I was actually supposed to come and visit y'all this week. It was, um, because like, the church I have my family in, it is more like, you know, there's kids and everything there, their own ages, a lot of them. But yeah. it's just like, man, <laughs> like, I need, I, you know, I'm not really getting anything out of it. Like, I get every now and again, when they do decide to teach the praise and worship is good, but right. it's just like, you know, right. I need more. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, I I'm so glad you're here. We don't have yeah. to listen to Gino's babbling tonight. We can actually eat some good food tonight so i'm gonna sit back and i'm just going to listen <laughs> yeah we're, yeah so miko it, it has been a minute it's uh i think i looked on uh, i was looking at my text i think it was march 23rd actually when you oh, were on wow. so yeah it's been a little too long i mean we got to do this you know well i guess it's up to you actually we can't I make mean, you do anything I'm, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm up for it we don't want to twist your arm her. or anything you know i already labeled her our quote-unquote deliverance expert she'll be our expert like whenever we meet like oh, is that a demon miko we'll just chime in like that's a demon matter of fact you could just get that clip of her saying that's a demon and then you could just play it Right over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. So, all right. Well, Miko, why don't you tell our audience what you do as a uh, deliverance minister? Maybe okay. a, define it, I guess, is a better yeah, way to put it. Sure. 
So deliverance, we call it that. Um, we see in scripture where Jesus Christ, a big part of his ministry was casting out demonic spirits outside of the bodies of people um, that they invaded. That's the best way I can put it. So with deliverance, it involves literally using the power of the Holy Spirit to cast demonic spirits out of people that enter through various ways, which the root cause would be sin, but there's some type of door they open in their life some kind of way, whether it's through, you know, you. We, I'm sure we'll get into that during this um, episode, but I mean, you can open doors through false religion. You can open doors through going to fortune tellers and playing with Ouija boards and unforgiveness, just a whole litany of ways that if we persist in sin, um, which is called iniquity, then we open doors that the enemy can then use to actually enter inside of our bodies and start to affect and dictate our lives in certain ways that are negative. Excellent. So excellent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, now, would you say, uh, I, I know there's different theories on where these demons came from, where they originate from. Um, it's, it's my belief and my understanding through a lot of studying, a lot of good, I think good teachers that I followed, um, that the demons are the remnants of the Nephilim uh, after the flood, that they're, the disembodied spirits from the Nephilim were left on the earth and then needed host bodies uh, to invade. I think that's a great word to use, invade, uh, to invade their space <laughs> and, and, and demonize these, the, the new race that was being bred through Noah and his family. Is that uh, your understanding or...? That's the best understanding. Um, there's not like a hundred percent like certainty where we mm -hmm. turn to these three scriptures, but when you look at the collection of what the Bible teaches, because when you study fallen angels, um, and there have been different angels that have fallen, I would say throughout time, you have the ones that left with Lucifer, who's now Satan, but then you also had the ones that created that that race of giants because they had sex with women and they weren't mm -hmm. supposed to. So some fallen angels are still out here acting as principalities. Some are locked up in Tartarus, which is the lowest pit of hell. So that would count them out for being demons. So gotcha. the understanding is the spirits that were inside of these humans that were created by human women and giants, once they died, they weren't a creation from God. So they didn't go, of course, they didn't go to be with God or whatever like that. So they're disembodied spirits, and in order for them to really thrive, they want to be inside of bodies, which when I was on the last um, episode with you guys, a demon actually, they spoke out and said they really like to be inside of bodies. It's comfortable, it's cozy. So when they're not inside of bodies, it, the scripture says that they wander in dry and arid places. It is very uncomfortable for them. So the understanding is that demons are basically from that race. Yeah, of the Nephilim. And um, also, it's my understanding that because because they are disembodied spirits, they have no way to act out on their sinful pleasures, their lusts. Is that why they need a host body to to do that? Is that yeah? Because correct? in order for them to really well, one, it's not comfortable for them to not be in a body because just think, they were in bodies before. So mm -hmm. they knew how to operate inside of a human body and, and move, activate, active, like operate and have their being. So to now be disembodied, number one, no one can see you. You can't really 
like manipulate your environment mm -hmm. or your society without being in a body while being on earth. That's why God put us in bodies because we were always meant to have bodies while in the earth. So when you don't have a body and you're in the earth, you really can like interact with your environment the way that you want to. So by being in bodies, right, they can, you know, fulfill whatever desires that they have by being inside of host bodies. Makes sense to me. Now, Robert looks baffled back there. Robert, you awake? No, this is stuff that you should have known by now if you had to listen to me, but you you don't. So I'm just letting you get caught up to where we are already. You know, that's all I'm doing. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, Mika, you said that you, uh, the last time you were on the show, a demon actually spoke out. Was this in, in, in uh, a service or? No, this was actually in a, a young lady that was in college age that we were doing a deliverance. And she had several demons within her. Um, and a lot of people don't like to hear this, whatever. But um, when you pledge, like these Greek organizations, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. that's what she did. Um, and in her particular um, sorority that she pledged, when they do their vows, but then when they do their meetings, because I, I think they had meetings like every month or whatever, they would always make this vow or statement within the meeting, I pledge my whole spirit, soul, and body to, and then they would name the entity oh, wow. that was over their organization. So of course, once you do that, that's an open door. Um, and she was just filled with a lot of demons. So during this deliverance, um, as we were trying to cast them out, they were just like, ooh, it's nice in here. It's cozy in here. We're not leaving. This is our home. Like, literally, that's what they were saying. Um, and it was just bewildering because um, this stuff is real. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's real. I, until you experience it, until you actually uh, eat. Like, I've done self-deliverance on myself a few times and it is it's something else i mean like it is yeah, yeah. you just feel such freedom when it's over you yeah. know you, you get exactly. like like the bonds are let go and uh, you know jesus came to set the captives free and if we're not only captives to sin we're, we're also captive to these demonic forces uh, that are truly in existence and that desperately need a host body that's that's what Absolutely. they're trying to do you know we, we talk about viruses i mean this is the the, the greatest virus on earth are these demonic yeah. forces yes it is and it's very serious and it's not like you can just take a pill or get some shot to get them out it's only the power of the holy spirit and so if we don't know jesus and if we don't align our lives um according to the tenets of his word the principles that he teaches us that's what starts the the doors being open in our lives and unfortunately you know a lot of people like i had a phone call i got um someone reached out to me the other day and texted me and said you know i have a friend um you know their daughters are play together and she's in a very bad way would you be willing to talk to her and i'm like absolutely um so i actually had this conversation with uh this individual yesterday and so they come from a background of new age and she had mentioned stuff like, you know, she went to the future and like all of mm -hmm. this different stuff. And basically probably what she's speaking of is just astro projecting and just doing all these different things. And guys, she is being tormented. Like these demons are tormenting her. She has no rest, no peace in her mind and in, in anything. Um, and she's just like, they're telling her to like stab out her eyes. And she's like, oh like how can we get together? Cause I feel like I'm going to do something. And it's just kind of like the fact that people, number one, I know it's ignorance that causes people sometimes 
because some people do this on purpose but mm. not for the majority because we're not being taught like we should in like traditional churches people don't know these things and so they're getting involved in new age they're practicing yoga they're doing all this and they're just thinking they're keeping up with the trends but what you're really doing is opening doors and so um i asked her the question so the reason why i'm bringing this up is because we have to live our lives according to the word of god and so uh, I made a statement to her as I was, you know, just kind of doing a preliminary introduction, trying to figure out what's going on with her. And so I said, you know, do you do you live your life according to, no, what I said is, are you a disciple of Christ? Meaning, do you follow Jesus? Do you live your life following Jesus? So she says, yes. And then she continues on with the conversation and I'm catching five, 10 different points where you're not living your life according mm -hmm. to the word of God. And so the reason why she told me that, yeah, she's a follower of Jesus Christ, it's because she says she goes to church and she really oh. loves God. That does not mean that you are a <laughs> mm -hmm. follower. So then yeah. I had to like really start to break it down and find out, have you been born again? Let's go into what does that mean? Have you experienced these things? Are you studying the word? Are you following? And every question I asked her was no, 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 no. So then my response was, so then how do you consider yourself a follower of Jesus Christ? Well, mm -hmm. I love him. I go to church. And so, it's these mentalities. It's just like people are being set up for failure. Um, so for, for in this situation, because she's not even privy to what God even has to say about being a Christian that lives their life according to the word of God, I'm going to do like a preliminary phone call with her on tomorrow, actually, just to walk through why you need to be born again, because she's still literally in the enemy's camp. Mm -hmm. She has not been born again, which means she's not a child of God, which means she has not been transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of God's dear son, which means Satan still has legal rights to you. That's why you're still bound. And she's trying to figure out, well, I go to this person, they pray for me. I go to this person, they pray for me. I go to that person and I haven't gotten any success. Sweetheart, you haven't even done, you haven't even entered the race. Of being born again to be on your way so that's right. number one but then number two people have these misconceptions oh i'll just call someone they'll pray cast them out and then i can live my life and be free no again deliverance is the beginning point of getting a person free that journey because after that point it is a life of being a student of the word of god and now adopting his ways and getting rid of all the ways all the thoughts all the things that i speak that don't agree with that and people don't want to put that work in and that's why so many people are like bound um mm. so i really try to get that across to people um as i they contact our ministry or whatever because we don't want to set people up for failure we don't want to set people up with these false expectations of you know you cast them out i go on my way do what i want and i live a free life no it's it's i'm a follower of jesus christ i'm going to pick up my cross i'm a sacrifice I'm going to stop doing the things that I shouldn't have been doing and make sure that I keep those doors shut. So it would be like a type one diabetic, not taking their insulin and saying, Oh, I believe in insulin. <laughs> you yeah, know, it just doesn't, believe. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense. If, if you had to, if you had to give it a number, a percentage, and you were just walking down the average street in America, and let's say you interviewed a hundred people out of those hundred people, how many do you think would be demonized? Probably 99. Wow. I'm not even playing. Wow. Because no. our, our society nowadays, again, drugs is being legalized. That's an open door. Alcoholism, that's an open door. 
operating in hate and prejudice that's an open door operating in fear the world is promoting fear at rampant amounts that opens the door like our world is all about pride that opens the door i mean we have so many open doors that society is like purposely putting in people's face and saying hey walk through here and the purpose is so that these demons can get in us and but people don't realize that Mm -hmm. so yeah well the scarier question that i have is what's the percentage in the church 99 unless you go to a really good church where you have a good number of people trying to live right um again yeah. most of these people you got a lot of people operating in adultery a lot of people mm-hmm. operating in pride a lot of people operating in unforgiveness a lot of people fornicating i mean they just as bad as the world if not worse mm-hmm. that's what our old church was it was like it was a bunch of young folk. They were anointed, gifted. We went out in the streets. We cast out demons. We had witches run up on us. They were telling us we were going to shut our church down. They, you know, we ended up having to run about the neighbor. We had all this stuff going on. We couldn't even go out to eat without demons manifested and calling us out. Had to drag folk outside and cast them out. And I still seen them folk one by one just get go back to living like they never knew Jesus. It was like... <laughs> All those open doors, those things that they refused to deal with, it was like, yeah, I'm dealing with lesbianism. And they kept entertaining and kept entertaining it, and then they just went back to it. The lust, entertaining, entertaining it, went back to it. Greed, entertaining it. One by one, man, it was like, I still have trust issues from it, man. It's like, after, (laughs) they was like, because they was like my family. It was like the place I got saved in. It was like, I didn't my whole concept of God changed because of there, because it was like, I was more so, it was God lives in the sky, and when you die, you'll find out, or you won't, that he really lives up there. And that's how I was. And so when I saw that laying on the hands, I was like, what is this hoodoo, hooey, and people falling out and all this nonsense? It was like, I didn't believe it. And then, you know, and I actually went up to prove that it was a bunch of fooey, and then I ended up getting knocked out, and then I heard God talking to me, and he started telling me I was going to go to hell if I didn't change, and that's all it took for me. And a lot of people was like, that's all it took? I said, I said I'm a very rational person. I don't hear voices in my head. When, some, when I'm trying to sit here and figure out why am I going off on myself, telling me, like, just pointing out all, all, I'm just yelling at myself in my head about all the things I have been doing wrong that I formerly didn't think were wrong. I thought there was nothing wrong. You know, I'm not lying to these women. I was honest when I said I didn't want a relationship. I didn't. And then, then I'm, I'm hearing you manipulating. You being, you know, and you, you know these women are vulnerable. You know you manipulate them. You don't stop the stuff you're doing. You're going to hell. And I'm trying like, why am I going off on myself? <laughs> it looks like this ain't. It's like, and then and you hear it. It's like somebody talking. About, this ain't you. This God talking to you. And I was like, wait a minute. If that's God, then there's a devil. If there's a devil there's a hell. And I just drew these conclusions one by one. And I was like, I can't go to hell. I said, uh-uh. I can't. There's no way I can go to hell. And, you know, and I had the foulest mouth. Like, people who knew me before, it was, everything came out of my mouth was a dirty joke. Ah, people loved it. And it was just like, that was probably, like, the hardest thing for me to break, was the like, somebody would take, say something perfectly innocent, and I was spinning. And it was just like, and everybody like, ah, he'll be back to how he was in probably about a month, you know? And it was just like, nah, I was like, man, I was like, what, 20-something years ago? I was like, when I, and this is a concept I just can't get. And this is why I look at people and I'm like, God, I'm 
I'm thankful you didn't give me that flood button because I'd be smacking the mess out of it. Because I'm like, <laughs> why is it when you can sit here and you can you can tell people and they can know that there's a God? You can. Ah. But I'm just not ready. You're freezing up a little bit. There, yeah, you're, you're, you're good uh, now. Everybody's not moving. You're good now. Okay. Yeah, but it was like, it was like, you tell people this information and they're like, they know. And then I'm like, are you crazy? You don't pay play. You might, it's one thing to play Russian roulette with your life. It is a completely different thing to play Russian roulette with your soul. No way I'm doing that, man. I am not, I'm, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but it's like, man, I am fighting every day. I know where home is. And it's like, when I start, when I catch wind that I'm drifting off, I'm like, ah, oh, no, 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 uh-uh, devil, you not, you, you got, the Bible shows you where center is. And, and, you know, you can't go by, you know, like they started, and this is how I knew like my church was getting messed up when before the fall, because they started calling me super Christian. And these were all people who I consider, who I aspired to be like. Because when I came in, I couldn't speak in tongues. They, everybody was speaking in tongues. I didn't even know what tongues was. Nope, they didn't really explain it to me. I just heard everybody speaking it. And I kind of got the gist of what it was. And then one day, and I just, all I knew was, the only thing I knew was, I said, God, you got to love me more than them. And I said, I'm, and, and so how, whatever fast they did, I, I, made, it, I made mine harder. I, I studied all the time. I stayed in God's face because my desire said, God, if you're, I know you're real now, and I want you to see me more than you see them. And I said, whatever I got to do, and that's how I approached it. And so that's when things started happening, happening. And that's how I end up at work praying, and then this light comes out of nowhere, and I just start speaking in tongues. And I tell people this. You know, and it's like you get some folks still that say tongues aren't real. Yeah. You know, that, that dispensation is over and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, man, I was like, one person told me experience doesn't trump scripture. I said, well, maybe the way you're reading the scripture is wrong, <laughs> not me. And it's just like, peep, man, you know, I'm not even going to say you. We already know the main, you, you the, the main denomination that we be beefing with. If you're online, it's, it's just one. It's just they're very hard to get to. And yeah. it's like. Yeah, I, I'm not even because it's like I'm sure there's some here. I'm not even gonna start open up that whole can of worms because we're talking about deliverance and Jamico. Well, since Robert <laughs> brought up the tongues, how often is tongues used in deliverance by by the uh, ministers? Um, I mean, so tongues is to talk directly to God, mm -hmm. so not people. So um, we may have some. So here's the thing. Let's talk about this. This is really good. So let's talk about a deliverance session. So there only should be one person leading at a time. So you will have one person that's actually talking to the demons in the person, commanding them to come out, whatever, whatever. You may have another person that's, um, well, everyone else in the room is either doing a couple of different things, doing intercession, they're in prayer, also trying to hear from God to hear if they're, like, if he's revealing things to them as well as that additional person. If someone else has something and God wants to use them, that person that was acting as lead will fall back. The other person will come up. So it's one at a time. There should be an order to a deliverance process. So sometimes with me, as I um, pray in tongues and talk to God, that translates into a prophetic word. Hmm. That happens a lot with me. So I may end up speaking in tongues, which again, I'm talking to God, not to anyone in the room. 
but then I may translate that message in English and it's a prophetic word or something that the Lord is revealing. So, and because all of us, you know, are born again and we pray in tongues to God, we do use that element because the scriptures talks about in Romans chapter eight, where it talks about that the Holy Spirit, the spirit makes intercession for mm -hmm. us. You don't know what to pray for as we ought sometimes. So a lot of times you don't really know you need that intel from God. So we all go off into tongues to make that connection with God. And so that the Holy Spirit can start to reveal things to us or use us in certain ways. So yeah, for, for our ministry, it's used a lot, but again, we're not talking to the individual. We are connecting with yeah. God so that those gifts can start to flow. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so is that your recommendations, like just building teams? So you have intercessors, I mean, just kind of like a football team, right? You just got would, everybody yeah. playing their part. And If you can help it, I would never say go into a deliverance session by yourself because you just never know like what crazy things can transpire. Yeah. And that way you're not by yourself. Um, yeah. and, and that's the thing I said in the last show, if something just breaks out, then you're not gonna be like, well, let's demons calm down. We'll schedule a session. Like you just gotta attack it at that point. But yeah, like um, with this situation with the young lady, um, when we do schedule this, I'm gonna try to have at least one or two additional people there. So that way, um, you know, cause we all have different gifts um, and God can use us in various ways. And then, you know, if something does get a little bit rambunctious, there's more than just one of us there, so. Now, is that, a, is that a common thing? I mean, do these, when they're coming out, I mean, are people being thrown around? Is it so, getting violent? It really depends on what they were into. So okay. not a lot of them are, but the more I start to deal with people who were like doing witchcraft and new age, because those are some very territorial spirits. And so those get to be a bit more feisty, like the demons that the girl had through pledging. Um, I would consider all of that the occult because that has to do with false gods and things of that nature and false gods are revealed as demons in scripture so um with that those tend to be a bit more you know demonstrative in nature so and i'm i'm expecting that this one probably is going to be if you need some muscle i'll be there you know i'm not yeah i'm not I'm not doing that. Oh, I'm going to you up. Don't yeah, tell yeah. me that. Yeah, Gina, Gina will probably be in there. <laughs> you probably hear him screaming the whole time. What is going on over there? You guys are a No, no, man. I have, I, you know what? My mother keeps trying to bring me back into it. But it's like, you know what? The, the, the friend that was a paranoid schizophrenic, that kind of like scarred me a bit. And I'm kind of like, because it's like, he got messed up because we weren't, we didn't know 100% we were doing. It was like, oh, the apostle, he, um, if he saw something, he ran with it. He went to this, it was a a, um, a conference, and they actually, like, everybody who's attending, all the pastors, everything, how he learned it, he said almost 24 hours, he said they came in teams into their hotel rooms, and they started doing deliverance on him. He said... When, when that one left, he said probably an hour later, another one showed up. And he said he, all night they cast out. So after they did it to him, he came back to us. He didn't read no books. He didn't, he didn't sit up on anybody. He just got the call out, which in the beginning, it was effective. But when we got to my friend and they couldn't get it out, 
he was like, oh, we use the name of Jesus and you didn't come out. It ain't a spirit, it's you, this is you. And he was just like, go to, from, now, peace. And it was like, he was, he was non-responsive. It was like he was gone. So they just sent him home like that. Oh and I, his mama know me. And it was like, now I got to explain why her son is like this. And it was, and, and I'm like, I'm, I'm expecting him to do something, but nobody did anything. And we end up living together. And then every, when I went to pray for him, it was like, oh, crap broke loose. Like them demons broke directly to me. And when it went again, it tried that saying, oh, to go from, and I said, uh-uh, no, I'm not even buying it. And he, because he was like this, blanked out doing it to go. And when I said I'm not buying it, he looked at me with this evil smile, like, oh, you ain't going for it. And I was like, he was faking all along in there. The demon was faking all along, and they didn't know. And it was like, but still, it was like, it was months. And it was like, I couldn't get, I didn't really know enough about it, and I wasn't getting any help. And towards the end, it was like, it was him battling with this thing over his mind. And I'm seeing it take over his mind, and I'm seeing him come back. Taking over his mind, come back. But then he started making agreements with it, and then he just went away and never came back. And it was yeah. like, and I'm, and I'm, it's still like now nah, I'm just like God. I pray for him still, cause, cause I'm just like man, God, um, like that was on us. He was fine, like he had issues, like cause he said he used to see things out the corner of his eye. I'm, I'm sure they would mess with him, but it was like they pulled it all to the surface and they just left it. And I was thinking it was down, and it, it, then they just brought it to the surface. I want to, um, oh, go ahead. I, well, I had a quick question. Two, it's actually a two-part question. Um, what if you have a stubborn demon, and I'm sure this happens quite a bit, how do you know when is enough is enough? I mean, are you going to stay with somebody until that thing comes out? Or is it going to be like, hey, we're coming back tomorrow and we're going to address this again? I mean, how does, how does that work? It depends on how long the session goes because I've been in sessions that gone like three hours or so and so at a certain point you do kind of like have to just kind of take a break because also it's like what's causing the spirit to resist because usually there's still something that person's holding on to hmm. that they have not let go. You just answered my second part of my question. <laughs> okay yeah so okay. when we take that break and make another appointment in that time frame we're telling them spend some time with God fast pray and he'll reveal that to you. Um, and sometimes without them even realizing, like they may be going about their day and the Lord brings or, or cause them to remember something. And mm. it's like, oh, I forgot all about that. And I forgot about that. So yeah, it's something that they're still holding on to because otherwise they have to go. Hmm. Interesting. Sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I wanted to read the scripture and kind of um, make a statement if I didn't forget. But so the scripture that I want to read is Proverbs 25 and 28. And I'm going to read this in the easy to read version just because it makes it clear. It says, people who cannot control themselves are like cities without walls to protect them. So the first thing that I want to make point from this principle and revelation that God gives us is that it is the onus is on us to control our, ourselves, what we let come through our eye gates, our ear gates the messages that we entertain, the things that we're watching, the ideas, principles, and concepts that we adopt. And so in order to change what a person thinks, the principles, philosophies that they go by, they have to renew their mind. And so God tells us in Romans 12 too, to be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. 
unfortunately, some people think I can just go to church on Sunday, listen to one sermon, and that's good to go. Or no, like renewing the mind is a constant thing. Mm-hmm. I have to constantly, the scripture says, in order to prosper and thrive in life, says it in Joshua 1 and 8, and then Psalms chapter 1, verses 2 through 3, that the person that meditates in the word of God day and night, they will prosper and have success. Mm-hmm. They will be like the tree that's planted by the rivers of living water. So he's letting us know our thoughts have to always, and day and night doesn't mean like, I can't do nothing else. I just got a day through night be thinking <laughs> about the word of God. No, I'm doing other activities throughout the day, but instead of entertaining worry, instead mm-hmm. of entertaining doubt, instead of entertaining fear, I'm constantly rotating something God said in his word around in my mind to maybe if I'm struggling with something, I will take a word that speaks directly to that and start to reprogram my mind because that's what I'm doing when I renew my mind. And if that renewing of the mind doesn't take process, it's impossible for a person to take control of themselves and their thoughts and their emotions. And that opens doors. And I say all that to say that becomes very important in the next step of deliverance or a part of deliverance. Casting the demons out is one part, but the renewal of the mind, that's going to be a lifetime process for you, for me, for, Mm -hmm. uh, for all of us. So, um, I have a person cause I do personal discipleship where I do personal Bible studies throughout the week and in the black culture for whatever reason, because people have identity crises, there's this false religion called black Hebrew Israelite mm-hmm. and I can't stand it. So <laughs> yeah, and not, so this particular individual, um, so, okay, let me just kind of backtrack. This is a person, um, they, the former church that I went to, um, and I'm just, be open book tonight. The former church that I went to, they did not like me, the people who live wrong, because I was 100% about God. So they would say, oh, she's a holy roller, she's too this, she's too that. But when something come up and they need a demon cast out, or they need, <laughs> guess who they calling them? So that's why you've got to be the bigger person. So um, this individual, her brother was having these demonic episodes, this, this, and that. Now, one of her really good friends talks about me a lot, posts different things, but I got to be the bigger individual. Sure. Okay. Uh, can I can I ask what, I don't want to cut you off. Just say that thought. I just want to know, when you being a bigger person, can you still say, I told you so? Is that wrong? I just need to <laughs> it, know it this wrong. for personal. It, it's it's definitely wrong. wrong. Yeah. It's definitely wrong. Okay. I'll work on it, Lord. <laughs> I, I'll work on it. Please continue. Oh, That's all so, I needed to know. So with this, though, <laughs> Instead of this individual, which I'm fine, bring people to me because I know other people don't have the expertise because they just play in church. But instead of this individual taking her brother to her pastor, who kicked me out of the church for doing what I'm doing and teaching truth, she brings the brother to me. And I'm like, absolutely bring him. He wasn't baptized in Jesus' name. He wasn't baptized in the Holy Spirit. But he was, you know, at a place where he wanted to live right. And he was 19 when this happened. So this was, um, I think earlier this year, we baptized him, started speaking in tongues. It's a great breakthrough, but there was going to be a lot for this because he had been battling demons for a while. Um, He had been smoking weed that came in through that. Um, Some other things that he knew he had gotten involved in that he should not have gotten involved. And it was, it's been terrible for him. I'm not gonna even lie. And so I told him up front, this is gonna be a process that you going out. Sometimes you have this miraculous thing where in one instant, the person set free, blah, 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 blah. But even with that, there's still a renewal of the mind, but that's not every situation. And that's not the norm for mm-hmm. it to just boom, be over. It's right. a process usually. Right. 
So um, I told this person, hey, because I know you want to live right, if you're serious, I will take you on and do personal Bible studies. Because what is the remedy to demonic infestation and wrong thoughts and mindset? The word of God. That's always going to be the answer is the word of God. And so what the Lord told me is he, he got to He needs truth. If he gets truth in him, he will start to see his life change because he had already we had already baptized mm -hmm. him in water and spirit. So he's on the road, but he needs truth to break all. We talked in the last show, strongholds. Strongholds are false patterns of thinking, which causes people to operate in bondages where they can't be free because they're thinking something is the truth and it's not the truth. And so they're going in the wrong direction, but they don't even know they're going in the wrong direction. So he had all of these falsehoods that demons had put in his mindset. And so it took him a while to actually show up for the Bible study. So I'm like, you know, I'm not pressing it. You don't want to be free. You can stay bound. I'm free. Eventually, we get to this process where we start doing the Bible studies. And so when we get on, he's like, Shalom. And I'm just like, here we go. <laughs> so I got time for this, Lord. So I'm like, so I asked him about it. And he was like, well, yeah, because this, this, and that. I'm a Hebrew. And I'm like, you are not a Hebrew. And so then I had to like start breaking it down, going through scripture. And I think after about, and I had, and I also offline when we weren't together, because we, we have Bible study every Tuesday night, I just started praying for him. And I started binding those spirits of false religion, of black Hebrew Israelites, like all this different stuff. I just started going into warfare, but then also I gave him a packet of scriptures to help him do warfare on his own too. So I would say after he had ended, ended up having to go to a mental hospital like two or three times, because even the, the night that we did the baptism, because he's from Arizona. So the night that we did the baptism, he was fresh out of like a mental hospital and we was like, mm, we got to deal with this. So they had been attacking him so much and his parents did not know what to do with him. They did that. So I would say we've been consistent now for about a good maybe month and a half, two months. And just recently, like with two weeks ago in the Bible study, he looked alive, well, like complete night and day hmm. uh, because the word of God has been getting to him. His mind has been getting renewed. He's starting to understand truth. He's starting to receive that truth. He understands now that he's not a black Hebrew Israelite. He's denounced all of that. Now when we get on, he's like, hello, instead of shalom. And it's just like, so it's just like to see the transformation happening, but you gotta be committed. And that's what I tell people. And this brother is committed. He's like, I wanna be free. Um, and he's sticking in there. And so we're doing these weekly Bible studies, but the tr after you deal with casting the demons out, after you deal with making sure the person's born again, the rest of the job is going to be the word doing the work if the mm -hmm. person's willing to commit. And if you don't learn the ways of God, there's no way that you can control yourself. And you're going to be like a city without walls, meaning you will have no protection against the enemy. And you will get in invaded by these demons and have your life just turned upside down. You know, the renewing of the mind, If when the mind is left to its own, th this is what I love about the word of God. Without understanding the mind, the body, the spirit, without understanding the soul part of us, that the soul, the, the soul, uh, science still cannot prove what the mind is. They have no idea where the mind comes from. They understand the brain. The brain's just the antenna. But the mind is, is this consciousness, the self-awareness that we all have 
whether you're a believer or not believer, you're, you're self-aware, unless you're mentally ill or demonically possessed and you yeah. don't know. But for the most part, people understand that. And I think when the mind is left to its own, because it's attached to this, this physical world, this depraved world, perverted world, it's going to act just like the world. So it's automatically on negative thinking all the time. I mean, it's 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 ninety to ninety five percent negative. If 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 you kept track, not you, I mean, but if an average person kept track of their thoughts uh, in a day, and I think it's thirty thousand thoughts in an average day for a person, of those thirty thousand thoughts, it's probably twenty eight, twenty nine, maybe <laughs> closer to thirty thousand negative thoughts that you've had, and you just let them go. Because yep. they're on loop, you know, they just they just go round and round and round. And if you don't catch that, and, ca and the Bible says to take them captive, yep. right? Mm -hmm. To take those thoughts captive. And if you don't, this is this is like, you know, to me, the root of many, ment not all, but but a lot of mental illness is this problem. Yep. Negative thinking. Stink, yep. You know, uh, stinking thinking. I, I forgot who says that. Some, some, <laughs> uh, no, that's what I was saying, like, with the... the um, the guy I was living with, like you literally, like I literally um, saw what happens when you come into an agreement with the devil. Because when he was, when he was him, and I was talking to him when he was conscious again, he was saying, oh man, it was telling me I had, um, it was telling me I had AIDS, man. I was convinced I had AIDS. Mm -hmm. He said, I know I don't. He was like, but I, I'm still going, I'm going to go get it checked and I'm going to make sure I don't. He said, I'm pretty sure I don't have it. He's like, but I just want to be sure, you know, even though I might have it, you know, I want to get tested to find out. You know, I'm pretty sure I got it, um, though. I, I'm pretty sure I do have AIDS, though. Uh, I, I just need the, the doctor to, to confirm it for me. You know what? I got AIDS. And when he said I have AIDS, like all that stuff they say in movies, like with the, the um, that with when demon possessions are uh, most that be fake, but this when it's like the room get dark was real. It was like the whole when he said, I have AIDS, the whole room dimmed, and it was like the smoke filled the air, and then he was like that gone, and the demon was back in control again. The minute he came in agreement with what it was trying to convince him wasn't true, he left, and the demon came, and the whole room changed, and it was like. This is why I'm like, it's not good. Cause it'd be like, like when I was at church, whenever a demon popped up, I wasn't afraid. It was like, we dealt with them things. When you are alone in your house and it's just you and this, it was like, and the room and stuff getting dark. It was like, I was finding myself like, man, this ain't it right here. <laughs> it was like, Lord, like this in my house. Like what am I supposed to do? Cause I'm like, I've been praying and going at this thing. And it was like, even one time I was like, cause I was like, this presence is in your room. I told him, I said, come in my room. I said, you sleep on my floor cause my room is prayed up and that demon <laughs> ain't coming in here. And I cut the lights out and all I heard was wham, something slammed up against the wall. And I was like, cut the light back on. I said, man, did you throw something? He was like, no, and there was nothing on the floor. I was like, Man, you got to go on back in your room. I was like, this ain't it. Because it, it, it cause I was ready to go to sleep, and this completely caught. I was like, they throwing stuff now? Because I wasn't. That I had never experienced. I had never experienced the slamming of the walls and things. It's different in the church. In the church, it was just like some things they just, they just wouldn't do. But in my home, it was like, 
they were doing stuff I had never seen. And so it was like, man, like if somebody was there, I probably would have had a little bit more backbone. But it was like, literally, when you can't get, nobody was like, they were still talking about, we cast now demons. But whenever it came to him, and I was like, oh, it was like, yeah, we just, we need to just keep praying for him. And, you know, and just go at them until all those things are out. And they kept saying it. But every time I was like, well, when are we doing it? We just like, everybody was like, turn heads. It was like, man, mm-mm. Let me um, bring up another element because what you said just kind of sparked a thought. So I know we're talking about deliverance where we're casting spirits out of people, but then Mm -hmm. you can also have spirits in places like your home, things of that nature. And I remember, and I said this in the last show, you need to be very aware of yourself. Mm -hmm. So when something's not right in your body or your mindset, you are aware of that. But I would also say in this show, this um, episode, like in your home, because I remember I was doing research for something and I started clicking on different videos on YouTube and I clicked on this one video and then as the person started talking, she was like, yeah, she's a witch, X, Y, Z. And I'm like, oh, clicked on that video. Uh, but then when I went to go lay down and go to sleep that night, it was just, and, and it wasn't like this any other night. I just started hearing all of this cracking in the walls and the this and the that. And so I said, I'm going to get us another five minutes. If this keeps going, something got released in my house when I clicked on that video. Sure enough, it did not stop. It just kept going. And so I sat up and not fearful at all because I know I have dominion in Jesus name. But I was like, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command any spirits that enter my house by clicking on that video to get out. I repent for clicking on that video in the name of Jesus Christ. And I said, from the center of my house to the circumference top bottom, I command every demonic spirit that's in this house and lingering. I command that you leave my house, my neighborhood, my city, my state, my country go after that complete silence but I had to be aware of the fact that this isn't normal I normally don't hear sounds like this in my house and I need to do something about it so I said that to say you can watch demonic movies horror movies click on videos on YouTube watch witches and new age stuff you are without even realizing it you're clicking on that video you're playing that that movie that's you coming into agreement and you have now given them legal rights to now enter your home mm. physically or your body. So I want to just throw that element in because sometimes there are spirits that have entered the home based upon what you are listening to music wise, what you're watching books, what you're reading. And then because they're there and you're not dealing with them and they're living there with you, eventually you do something that opens your body up and then they stop from and invading your home to now invading in your body. So sometimes mm-hmm. there's a one, two step process of how they mm-hmm. got into people. And if you're not <clears throat> dealing with these things, again, you're just setting yourself up to be a target. That's well, good. sticking so, with the, go ahead. So, Rob. so, so that thing, that creepy feeling I get when I turn the lights off at the bottom of the stairs and run and I have to run up the stairs um, <laughs> to get away from the, I, I need to deal with that then, right? You do. I mean, okay. Yeah, if, if, like, I don't know something so, there, but if it is, you definitely need to deal with it. Well, you know, it's, I don't know, for me watching horror movies, but you know, it's like black folks, it's like you cut the lights off downstairs and then you run up the stairs <laughs> or you cut the lights off up there and you take off just in case, you know, but I shouldn't but have to be like that. No, you should not. And you have the Holy Ghost power. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, Good point. I, I, I'm afraid of it. You know what? I'm not afraid of me seeing it. I'm afraid of me turning around and it's like right here. And like, you know, I don't want it to be right here. So, I so your, mindset, your mindset, your <laughs> mindset, that thing gonna be scared of me. 
Oh uh, yeah, not yeah. The other way around. See, that's how I used to be when I was in church. But I have. It was like I couldn't. I couldn't go to one. You know, you gotta be around other believers because it was like because it was like when I was around them, that's how we were. But it was like, man, you going from these churches and they teaching all this weird stuff, and it was like, and then you get in argument with believers about this stuff that they teaching, and it's like it was it's. It was very difficult. Like I said, when I found you guys online, it was like I was looking for a long time for like a church to actually talk the deeper things. Because I, I didn't, I got tight. Because if I went to one, you hearing about wealth transfer and the wealth that we're supposed to have, and and you know God meant for all of us to be rich, and you know, and it, and it's a it's a stronghold if you poor. And meanwhile, they telling you to give to them, and it's all these poor people in there that they're not helping. And I was just like, this ain't right. You know, or I'm hearing, you know, about the one saved, always saved, you know, and it was, they, this all, it's like, when I hear stuff, I'm like, I, I, I seen where this ended at, I said, with, with, uh, with mine, I said, this is demonic teaching, and it's just like, you usually get ostracized, it's like, a lot of people from my church, like, my wife, like, they, un they don't talk to me, like, they unfriended me, because when they be on there and I see them and they be talking about they be drinking or, or, or they smoking and things like that, I, you know, is I try to put like man like what are you doing and they get hostile, like no like no I was like you cast out demons you know what they do, I just can't understand like how you can go, and seeing what we saw and go back, and be like, God is gonna have mercy on me, you know all I'm doing is drinking I'm not harming anybody all I'm doing is smoking I'm not I but I'm like you living your life for this now you know I it used to be God everything that's all we talked about when we got together to now it's like if you if you're talking about god all the time they don't even interact with you and then and then one by one i'll see that i'm no longer friends i'm like what did i do i was like we were all saved but it was it is a it's a difficult thing when you like i'm i know there's other people out there that just like like trying to find other believers because it's like you'll start thinking that everybody is um is is just gone you know, everybody is just like that. But it's um, but yeah, being around. That's why I'm like, you know, I know your teaching is so important. I know I sent it to a friend in Georgia. Uh, she called me back thanking me. It was like you don't hear because it's like I'm so tired of this watered down um a version of Christianity. I'm like people need to do this, but it's like it, it's I'm not even gonna lie, like you how you're on all the time, it is very difficult to walk that way. It is very difficult to keep your mind like on, I'm, I'm on all the time. Like, Satan is gonna come after me all the time because I, I, it get frustrating. It's like, God, it's this devil again. You're doing stuff again. You mess with, oh, you cast a demon out today and the next day you come out your tires flat. It's like, it's this stuff again, God. Why did he got to make my tire flat? How come today my car acting up when it was driving fine yesterday? And I got to rebuke this thing out of my car. It is a daily thing, like, when you're active in it. It's just like, man, like, that's what I'm like. It's definitely, like, a warrior mindset because I'm going through a lot of stuff right now. Um, I got a lawsuit going on with my neighbor. So Satan has found a way to use my neighbor to try to get to me. And I guess he thought that that was going to, like, distract me, stop me. No, I'm going to go harder. Then he's using mm -hmm. other people to try to come and entice me or whatever. And I'm just like, that's not an enticement. I'm going to go harder and destroy your kingdom, win more souls for Christ. And that is, it's a daily thing. But 
I wake up every day knowing I'm in a fight. I wake up every day knowing mm-hmm. I'm a target. And so whether I got a crowd of people with me or not, my commitment is to God. I am in love with God. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep my mind on his word. And that's what I'm saying. Even though you don't have people around you, and I know that's tough because you thrive when you do have people that you can lean on, you know, mm-hmm. talk to and stuff. But in those moments when you don't, it's just you're going to have to like, Jesus is going to have to be your buddy. Had those scriptures <laughs> going and just really, because it's an attack of the mind. And I like what um, Gino said earlier is, we have to be very deliberate about what we're, mm-hmm. what thoughts we're allowing to pass through our mind, because if mm-hmm. we don't, that's how we get got. And if you don't catch that, we're going to be in a situation like this woman that I'm going to need to minister to soon. She's desperate and she's at the end of her ropes, but it's just like, how did you get that bad where you're at the end of your ropes? And that's the thing that we, we need to live a preventative life, not a reactionary life. But that's the thing. Let me tell you, because a few weeks ago we were taught we talked on um, what is it the the two greatest laws and we broke it down the love God with all your heart mind and soul and love your neighbor as you would yourself. And like after breaking it down and listening to it, I was like, you know, loving God with all my heart mind and soul is literally the same thing taking every thought captive. And it was like, man, like what is my heart dwelling on? What is my mind dwelling on? What am I saying? And I was like. For like weeks, I said every time that anything negative, I just was like speaking to God, thanking God, praising God. And I did it. And I started feeling more and more alive the longer I'm, I did it. And then I got COVID. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what is, I said, God. And you, you should have went in harder. You should have you know, harder. Man, listen, I was, I was out <laughs> for the count. It, it was like, it's like, I got, I, no, I, I got hit again. I'm like, I'm landing. I'm like, God. I was like, what is going on? I'm doing what I'm supposed to. At least I'm doing, I'm trying. I'm like, how is it that whenever I, I start getting any momentum, it's like something happens to just knock me out. And I'm just like, and I know it's Satan. And I'm like, right. I just tell Depends Jesus. What like, you just said. Yeah, it's Depends annoying. And that's like, I'm like, God, this is annoying. This got to be a better way to me. I'm like, so I could block him off completely where I don't have these little, these nuisances in my life. It's like, he's a nuisance. It's not like, Oh, he's a terror in my life. He's a nuisance. I'm like, what you do is annoying. And sometimes I say, when I see you, I'm going to strangle you, Satan. I was like, don't take everything. When I cross over to glory, oh, man, it's just like, it's so annoying. I'm just like, man, God. Like, but then I'm thinking, like, you could tell me something, but you was like, I got it going on, too. I'm like, man, this is it's just annoying. Let's just get together. And you like, know, we just pray that God just give us Satan over to us just for like 10 minutes. We just whoop on his tail. The mind, the mind is like our mainstream media. It's fake news. It's propaganda all day long. And if you let your mind speak to you that propaganda and that fake news all day long about yourself and about, cause that's the antithesis of faith. It's the opposite of faith. So if, if we're not believing what God has placed in our spirit by being born again and trusting in him and following him and what we know he's spoken to us about our own lives, you're going to believe the lie. You're going to believe that mainstream media that's playing in your head over and over again with the propaganda. And that's just going to build negative, negative emotions and allow doors to be open for these demonic forces that we don't want to open. Um, yep. The mind should be like, I picture it like a, a, a pitcher of water, you know, and you're, you're filling it up, filling it up. But if you have no strainer, you have no filter over that water, you're, you're getting unpurified water. Yeah. And that filter is his word. The word is the filter. If, if, we're, if we're filtering everything coming in 
through our through all of our senses and and including our spirit then we can filter that stuff out and say oh that's that's evil i don't need that inside of me i don't need to be thinking about that or following that you know um someone um our good friend uh, joyful june in the chat she had in fact i i always give her her flowers here sorry no, <laughs> this is one of those nerdy things that gino does he loves his little animation man <laughs> um joyful june said she goes she lives in georgia and do you know what the the georgia guidestones are have you ever heard of them they're their big monument placed out in i forgot what part of georgia and it, and it was dedicated to uh depopulating the earth they have all kinds of new world order type stuff listed on the stones it was back i think in the eight early 80s or something yeah but like that. no they say nobody knows who put them there some the guy he put, called but he did protected. call himself mr christian that was his like supposed last name uh really? i think it was yeah. mocking us but anyway it's just, it's a longer story but she was saying she wants to go there and pray against that spirit over those stones now here's the thing and and, and you can correct me if i'm wrong on this miko um I, it's my understanding that we have we as christians born again believers have authority over some things we don't have authority over all things so as for instance you were talking about casting things out of your home yeah right or removing objects that might might have possession type you know uh demonic um forces around them things that attract right. demons things like that but uh and we also have uh um authority over our own body because once yeah. we're bought by the blood, we have now we have his authority that lives inside of us. I have authority over my children, my wife, yeah. my, my household. But I do not have authority over principalities. Correct. Principalities, I have to go to the Lord. And you yeah. and, and really a church or a body, the, the body of Christ comes together and they, they intercede and they ask the Lord to remove a principality. For instance, um, if, if, if there's a, a city that's Chicago would be a great example. There's just untold carnage in Chicago every weekend. That's a principality. And that principality needs to be broken and believers need to come and, and maybe prayer walk and pray and, and ask God to deliver it and keep keep going before his throne saying, can, let's take this demonic stronghold out of here. But there, but I think the key to that is uh, probably, it, it's obvious, I shouldn't say probably, it is repentance. So you ha there has to be this spirit of repentance that falls in the city where people realize this is evil. We have to change our way so that this principality can be removed. Is, yeah. is am I on the right track or no? no. Well, yeah. Oh, I want to say because okay. if you, it's not just about repentance. If you remember, um, it was when Jesus anointed the seventy. You remember, it was like demons. He was having a lot of demonic encounter when he anointed the seventy, and they came back and they said, "Jesus, um, even the um, devils are subject to us in your name." And then he said, "Behold, I seen Satan fall down like a lightning bolt." He sent them out when he the people got the when the people in that area got delivered, he the, the principality used the people to empower itself. When the people turned their lives over to Christ, he had no one to sustain them, and that's when they fall. So it's like as long the the, the thing is is that Chicago needs like evangelists and these people on the street winning these souls, and the the fewer souls that the fewer more souls that they win over the less this principality is able to control them. Because that's actually what we were uh, um, trying to do in the area we were at, because it was like very um, Othinkel and um, when Brightmore was, was still like uh, notorious, we were that, it was like 
to go out and minister. And we actually, as we began to minister, we actually start seeing the area change. Because you got some people who got threatened by the drug dealers over there um, to, to not come back on those corners. But that's what they'll prevent you to do. But I'm, I'm sure Miko has other insights. Oh, no, that's good. I'm just going to tie, Mary, everything together that you both said. So let's define power and authority and then go back into the principalities and all that. So power is the ability to do what you could not do through the Holy Spirit. So we know through Acts 1 and 8, God says that you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, you now have the power of God to use that. Now, authority is permission or the privilege mm -hmm. to do something. So you mentioned um, him sending, Rob, the, sending the 70 out. So they had power, but then also authority to go. But when they went out, as you stated, Rob, they ministered to people, they preached the gospel and got people to turn their ways, their lives over to God. So let's talk about it this way. You have principalities, which are more than likely fallen angels that operate in the airspace, in the heavenlies. There's three heavens. The first is our, you know, sky. Second is the outer space. Third is where God is. So they rule in the heavens, in the airspace, not where God is, but in the first and second. So think of where we have in America. We have the Air Force, right? And then we have the Army. The Army works the ground. The Air Force works the air. Well, the angels that are ministering spirits to us that work with God, think of them as the Air Force. They can fight the principalities in the air because they're in the air. We aren't airborne. We have power and authority where? On Earth. He didn't say we had power and authority in heaven. He said on earth. So we attack the forces that are down here in the earth and the principalities uses the demons to now cause people to be in bondage and do evil and X, Y, Z to execute their plan, basically. So as we do our job and focus on the ground and witness, evangelize and get people to turn their lives over to Christ, that snuffs out the plans of the principalities. And as we do our job, the angels can assist us by fighting in the air. So you got the air forces and you got, and then you have marine spirits, you know, so you can do air, Navy, mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah. But we can <laughs> focus on what our role is. And too many times people are like, well, I want to be air force and Navy and this and this and that. Okay, now you're doing too much. Focus on what he gave you power and authority to do. So I would even say too, because there's such thing as we know, territorial spirits, which is probably where you were kind of going with that, mm -hmm. Gino. You need to be also led because before David went into any battle, he he sought the Lord. So while we do have power and in some cases we do have automatic authority in our homes, with our lives, with our bodies, we need to make sure that we are checking in with the commander in chief to say, hey, is this for me? Because maybe someone will go there. Maybe it just won't be you um, or maybe it won't be. I don't know because we're not God. So we do need to deliverance is all about being connected to god when we're in deliverance session it's all about being connected to god it's not what we want to do lord give me insight give me intel give me the strategy because it's god's job to create the strategy the plan and the tactic we just mm -hmm. execute and so when we start making plans well i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and you have not been led by the lord eh, you may be stepping into some you know some some people have gotten themselves into some bad situations because they did not vet that out with god first so I would just say be careful with that. Well, it's just like it would be like starting a job and you're unskilled to do that job. You know, if I was if I wasn't an electrician 
and I went and started wiring somebody's house, it's probably going to burn down. <laughs> so you could actually cause more harm by going yeah. into a situation without being led by the spirit. I, I've actually done that myself. I, I've thought, oh, okay, I'm going to go do this just in zeal. But, but you know, we see in all through scripture, you see uh, when Paul, before when he was Saul of Tarsus, he, he was zealous for the Lord. Unfortunately, he was following the zealous traditions of man thinking they were of God. He was going out persecuting Christians, you know, tearing, tearing people apart in their homes. And then he gets knocked off his high horse and, and God says, uh, Paul, what are you doing? You know, and or Saul, he calls him, but then renames him Paul. So I, I think like, that's a good example of when you're, when you, you think you could be doing right. Uh, Muslims do that. Muslim terrorists, they think they're doing it to gain, yeah. you know, heaven and all these things. Exactly. So you can be misled spiritually and if you're a Christian, you could be misled just by not seeking the Lord and seeking after emotional things yep. that that might seem, oh, this I know this is a nudge from the Lord without actually seeking after to see if it really was from him. Yeah. I've seen that so many times. We had me and Robert, he had a friend. I remember and now he's kind of went wayward. Um, I won't mention his name. <laughs> he knows who I'm talking about. Um, mm. He uh, I remember we had a Bible study one night and he had a dream. And he, he saw himself going, he had a zip code and he was going to go to another, it was in another country actually. And, and he was ready to pack his bags and like that night and fly off to go to this. And we're all like, uh, listen, man, it's not for now. This is something maybe in the future. You need yeah. to pray on it. You need to think about it a, little, a while. You need to understand the things that come with it. And he was just, I mean, he, he was just ready to go. He didn't want to That's listen to That's one thing he was before he, he went off so, the ziggity-boom. Yeah. He was zealous. He, he, God, he thought God wanted him to, he was gone. And just, and, and then, you know, he, he just went away just like that. Fell off the but deep yeah. end, yeah. Off and he was, in, he was in the New Age stuff before he came to Christ. So I think he went back to that. Now, speaking of New Age, I wanted to touch on this when you mentioned it earlier, so I don't forget. Um. New Age and and yoga, <laughs> Christian. This this is an oxymoron. Christian yoga. Yeah. How many? This I would I would think this has to be kind of a common thing going on with your deliverance ministry, where you see a lot of probably mostly women, I would guess, coming in and they're they're oh I do yoga and all these these spiritual exercises, but I'm a Christian. Have have you yeah. run across that? Yeah, and we actually did an episode on our gather talks. It was two parts where we really broke that down. Like, there's no, that's just like saying, I'm a Muslim Christian. Mm -hmm. How? Sway? No, you can't. This too, because yoga is actually rooted from a, an actual religion. They just brought it over here and disguised it as an exercise to trick people to now practice because each body movement you do, it is a pose mm -hmm. dedicated to a false god, which again got revealed false gods are demons. So now you're making connections with demons and don't even realize it, activating chakras and things of that nature. And now you just pump full of demons. So yeah, there's no such thing as Christian yoga, just like there's no such thing as a Muslim Christian. Well, even the Hindus themselves, the, the, the yogis and the gurus, and all, they all say, these Christians are nuts. That's exactly. this is how we worship our gods. How can they steal it from us? Like they even know that, and yet exactly. Christians are sucked. And churches are just, you know, I don't know if they're doing it because they're making a ton of money off it or what. I don't know what the what the 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 uh, enticing thing is about it because you could just stretch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why you got to do all these weird poses and you know 
and chanting and all these just odd things. And then meditating, the Bible talks about meditate upon the word. Yeah. But not to meditate with an empty mind. That's a that, difference. That is that, a, if you're emptying your mind, you're allowing evil to enter. When yeah. you're meditating upon him and upon his word, that evil cannot enter. Exactly. Yeah, you're just actually cleaning. You're sweeping your house clean. So now the demons can be like, oh, it's empty, let's invade. So, yeah, meditation is not taught biblically by God to empty. It's, as you just said, we're filling our minds by meditating in his word day and night. And I wanted to make a point, because I know you mentioned like a lot of women, but what what you'll start to find is just like God warned men not to get with these women from other nations because they worship false gods because they're going to entice you to do the same. These women are getting their husbands and boyfriends, hey, let's do yoga together and let's do this. So now they're starting to get involved in it just to, you know, I don't know, please their, their woman or to do exercise together with their woman. So it's like men that probably never would have even gotten involved in this they're getting involved in it through their wives or girlfriends. So June says uh, stretches can summon a demon. Yes. And, and the reason is June, here's the thing. God did, when God created the earth, it was good. When sin entered the world and people started worshiping false idols and false, false gods, they started dedicating things to those idols. So when you're, the Hindus know this and I don't do, I always mix it up. Do Buddhists do yoga too? Or is it just the Hindus? Like, I think it's just, I'm not sure, but I think... No, Buddhists right? don't do it. That, that, just yeah, Hindus, right? The, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. so here's the thing. They've dedicated those symbols to their gods, and they have millions of gods. And they, they don't even know the number. I, I've known many Hindus. I used to do work for a lot of them, and they had all these altars set up in their house and all their animal memorabilia, just a lot of weird stuff. So yeah. it's in, in and of itself, stretching is not evil, but there's no reason to participate in something that is is a known false uh worship to these other idols so you don't want to you don't want to invite demonic forces in by just going to a class that says oh they put christian over the <laughs> you know the title over the, the on the uh, flyer you got in your mail or something like that my wife yeah. was a couple years ago my wife her cousin was trying to get her to go to one and i said don't you dare <laughs> don't yeah. you dare open a door in that stuff you can stretch right here. You can go work out and you'll be fine. You don't need to do any of that stuff because what they're teaching you isn't just stretching. It always, anybody, you can go online right now and they're, I'm trying to get this guy on the show. I've sent him a bunch of emails, but I haven't heard back. Um, he's uh he was a former new ager and he was totally into the yoga and all this stuff. And he was one of the biggest in the world. I mean, he literally had the biggest, second biggest website in the world and and he came out and and then his guru actually came out they both came out and became christians because they started realizing the demonic things that were going on and they said oh my gosh what is going on and when they became christians they saw the light they saw how evil everything they taught was and they renounced all of it they took down their websites all they were i mean the one guy he was a millionaire he gave up all his money and everything because he knew it wasn't true and he was leading people yeah. astray but he would have swore while he was in it he was doing a good thing yeah. And that's that's the thing. It's not that these people are evil inherently. They're not just, you know, going around, ah, ha, ha, I'm going to teach yoga and lead people. No, they they think it's good. They think they're doing a positive thing. Oh, it's just helping the body become more limber and, and, and at peace and all these. But it's not. It's these. Yeah. Why are we stealing things from false religions and bringing them in the church? And the God, thing is, so, when you yeah. talk to like the Hindus, 
it, they wouldn't explain it as stretching. They would explain it mm -hmm. as, as a pole that I'm making yes. to connect with my God, to worship my God. So it's not stretching. That's the big lie is that, oh, it's stretching. Um, and even when they um, hit the gong and when you say, um, mama say, I didn't really want to say it, but I repent for saying that in the name of Jesus. The <laughs> other thing, you're, you're literally calling upon a, a spirit is what you're calling upon. So every time you do that and you're calling upon the spirit, guess what you're doing? You're not opening doors. Mm -hmm. Guess where they're going to come into inside of you and start to, you know, placate and start to mess with your mind, your your body, all these different things. Um, it, hey, here's the thing. Why can't we just stick to, to scripture? As a follower of Jesus Christ, our job is to learn his word and follow that. So show me where it's okay to do all these different things that people are trying to justify. If you can't point me to it in scripture, you should not be doing it. Mm -hmm. That's how you stay safe. And when what? people venture off and do all this different stuff, that's why you need deliverance. I know it's a lot. They just trying to find a way to get fit. But I'm like, June, if you need to exercise, just do like jazzercise like Gino does, you know? <laughs> it keeps him in good shape, you know? You should. You should just stick with that, you know. He does the whole spear. I, I tell him not about the spear fingers. I said, don't do the spear fingers, Gino. But, you know, it's like jazzercise. But it's another thing I wanted to ask you. On the behalf of a friend who's being, who needs the help, it's someone that they talk to who can't forgive themselves for something that they've done um, years ago. And it's like, no matter how many times they go over scripture and everything with them, it's like, they can't, that's like, yeah, but I'll never be forgiven because I did this. God will never forgive me. And they just can't get past it. What could you do? Like, what can you do in that case when a person that you're dealing with and they just like, just can't let this thing go? They'll, they'll read their Bible, they go to church, they pray, but they say, well, yeah, I can't be forgiven because I did this. Before you, know, you answer that, though, you actually answered this the last time you were on the show. This is a person <laughs> I know. Uh, this okay. particular person, in fact, today, before I could even show you the text, about an hour before we came live, this person texted me and says, me and my husband aren't going to heaven. And I, I just sent back, okay. <laughs> because I've, <laughs> I've literally, I have literally talked to this person, I'm not exaggerating when I say probably a thousand times or more over the last yeah. four or five years. Uh, there's a particular sin, like Robert said, that is is just way it's like an anchor okay and and they don't they i've asked several times it says i this person believes in jesus says 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 oh i love him i love him uh and then i i go through the gospel of grace with with this person and it totally ignores grace okay and i and every time i send anything on grace text talk to, it's like I, like the other day I actually called out demons. I was talking, um, it's, it's a female. <laughs> I said, listen, I said, who am I speaking to? And she just starts laughing, like kind of a, kind of a little evil laugh. And I said, and, and I said, no, no, this ain't funny. I said, is Jesus Christ Lord? And she said, yes. And I said, I said, then come out of her right now, come out right now. And, and she just starts kind of like laughing. And I said, I said, for, so here's the thing. Her, she cannot forgive herself for something that happened <laughs> decades ago, even though she believes Jesus can, can, can forgive all her sins. 
and all people's sins except one particular sin. She says, that's the sin that he can't forgive. And I said, and then she'll go to a scripture in Matthew, and she reads me the same scripture every time. And I said, I said, that was before he, it, I, I don't, just in case, I don't want to say what it is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but there's, there's, there's a reason she thinks that particular sin can't be forgiven. And I, and I go through all the scripture. I said, where does, so you're telling me that Jesus isn't good enough to forgive all sin, even though he says he, he forgives all sin. And it's just this vicious circle. Oh, and it's this, and I know it's a stronghold and I know it's rooted in her own uh, pride. It's a pride issue. That's exactly what it is. There is pride. So how would you address someone that has this issue of pride and can't let go of something? Because it sounds to me so in addition to that, make it again, the word of God is true. It says that the truth will make us free. So what I do to initially start is really do a deep dive into scripture to make sure the person understands because there are several scriptures which says if you don't forgive, then God won't forgive that's you. That's what I told so her to say. If she's thing. holding unforgiveness against herself, that's one. Number two, I'm just going to, so that you don't have to say anything. Um, when God talks about there is a sin that can't be forgiven, that is basically blaspheming mm-hmm. the work of mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So if you're intentionally knowing that the Holy Spirit did something, right. I'm going to pass that off as if demons did this, Satan did this. That's what is being communicated as unforgivable, the unforgivable sin, because you're doing it on purpose. The Pharisees did that on purpose. Exactly. Unless she has done that on purpose, then that's not the unforgivable (laughs) sin. So she has a misunderstanding of Mm -hmm. what the unforgivable sin is, so trying to make sure. But if she's not willing to receive truth, as you show her all these scriptures, you can't force a person to receive. No, and God gave, God actually gave me a dream about her mind. He, I had this vivid dream of her, her house, which was her inside of the way she thinks. And it was a disaster. And, and there was a pool in the backyard that was filled with a bunch of like moss and green and algae and, and barely any water in it. And I knew he's saying she's not filled. He was saying, show me there's no, there's, there's no power behind it. And it's a mental thing she's got to get past. And, and it's, it's just, it's so, I got to tell you, it does irritate me after a while. And these demons know how to irritate me. They get, like, I instantly get. You see this guy with I don't, you don't see him off his square. But when that, I see him call, he. (laughs) (laughs) They they get me going, man. So is that a, is this is this a, like a deliverance situation? That's probably the only uh, it's way. A, it's a everything. She needs to be born again. She needs to be delivered. She needs to have her mind renewed. Um, th- so with some some individuals, there's multiple issues there that need to be addressed. But um, she definitely needs that to be transferred out of the kingdom of darkness. She needs to have power. Um, those demons need to come out to the extent that she's willing to let certain things go. So maybe there may be a couple of sessions because I'm sure she's not going to let everything go at once. But if we start to, you know what I'm saying, tackle some of these things that can be tackled, then that can kind of start to, you know, bind them and break some things up so that the the greater work can be done, hopefully. I would yeah, love to bring her to your see, church. I would love yeah, to do see that. if she. I see tried. If she's I, willing to go. I asked her on the it, phone one no, day. I said, "Yeah, Gino, this is something you don't do. Gino is like, is like, you're full of demons. That's your problem." I was like, "Got so." I was like, "Can't you can't say that? 
you have to find a nice way to say, you well, know what, maybe you have some stronghold and this can help you. You just basically get them there first. But he's got so frustrated with which listening to it. It's been I years. It the same, it was, it's the same thing every and it's the time. Same question. It's oh. like every time they call, it's the same question over and over. And I'm like, that demon is intentionally doing that to you so that you can be frustrated. Mm -hmm. It'll intentionally and they'll do that to drive you away from the person. It was like if if we keep acting them, he'll leave her alone, and then we'll be home free. Yeah. And that's why they, she still call you. It it, it do it. It, you, it does it. Done that to me through a lot of people. But I tell you, after I read that, um, the Final Quest book, and mm -hmm. and and the man, he said what happened with that guy he gave up on. I never. It's like as long as they're willing, as annoying as they are. Like even with Ricky, man. Like I would have dealt with him. I wasn't supposed to say his name, but all yeah. we do. But I would have dealt. <laughs> I would have dealt. Uh, yeah, I, I call folk out. I don't know if you're new to this, call you out. But yeah, he. Um, I would have dealt with him, but he you're safe. Me. Hey, your secret's safe with Robert. Don't worry right, about it. Yeah, no, just yeah, just don't do nothing stupid, and I won't have to call. Yeah, we'll be fine. It's like, but anyway, it was like he just kept he kept coming in messenger, pretending he was a demon, and I knew it was that spirit doing it. And I said, hey man, I, I don't like this, and it was just like he just kept sending me messages like this isn't. And, I, and so I blocked him, and after that, he just, he unfriended me. He he wouldn't answer my calls anymore. It was just like, I would have endured with him. Like, uh, we could tell you some story. He he oh, he was, yeah, he was like, it was a man in a child's body, yes. to say that. It was he, just like. The other did, thing like, was, he had, there was some child abuse issues, you know, yeah. not, not physical abuse, a lot of mental abuse. So that was a yeah. big, big part of it. Uh, let me do a little housekeeping here first. Uh, I haven't said hi to anybody in the chat. Except Joyful Jew. Yeah, you're rude. I am rude. rude. I'm Be sorry. Uh, Kiwi just joined us. She says, gosh, I remember Jazzercise. <laughs> Jazzercise keeps coming up in here. Everybody's talking about Jazzercise. Uh, Mez, thank you so much for the cookie. Let's throw a cookie out there for you. Thank you so much for that. Appreciate it. Uh, Awaken Mom, good to see you. Uh, who else did I miss up here? There was a couple more. Nuke and Bunny, good to see you. Slug Trail, good to see you. Uh, and then we have a, we have some people lurking too. So um, hello lurkers. Yes, hello Thank lurkers. You for watching. Feel free to chime in. Uh, if anybody's got a question for Miko, um, you can either drop it in the chat, or I guess I'll. Do you want me to open up the phone lines if anybody wants to call in? Maybe they haven't. Someone to. Okay. Uh, go ahead and, and chat it up, you two, and then I'm gonna. I gotta get the link. <laughs> so. This is Miko's show. This I'm just here. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you you need to you you feel you need to expound on, or you uh, just I could throw well. some questions, or I could just you know insult Gino for a while. I always enjoy that part. Of he the does show. enjoy that. I enjoy that. He's part he's very show. good at it too. I gotta say, very. I have mastered that art. Thank you very yeah. much. Pretty much experience. All <laughs> right, Zoom link is in the chat, folks. If anybody wants to call in and ask Miko a question, or they want to make fun of Robert, feel free to call. <laughs> So I was uh, going to say, you know, um, one thing I will not do, though, is deliverance on someone who is not willing to, you know, actually go that step to be born again if they're not, or actually, like, repent and live their life for Christ, because it's just going to do worse damage. Um, the scriptures say that when a demon is cast out, they come back and find that house swept clean, garnished, and there's nothing there. They're going to come back with seven more spirits, more evil than them. So um kind of you know going back to the situation not wanting to make people worse than where they were mm -hmm. 
Uh, that's just something to keep in mind that a person has to really be serious. They can't just be like, I'm a believer or I go to church. It's what practical steps are you doing to study the word and actually apply it to your life? And if that's not happening, the deliverance is not going to take no weight once you cast them out because they're going to come back worse. Um, and because they're not living their life according to the word of God, you can't say, I believe in God and I'm a follower, but then you start to go to scripture and you're not doing the majority of things he tells us to do, especially when it comes to, um, you know, salvation. So I, I, that's really important because Jesus talks about it with the Seraphonician woman that deliverance is the children's bread, meaning these are people who are committed to living their life according to God's word. You're not even a part of that, but she her faith was so strong and showed him, no, I am willing to follow. And so that daughter was made free because of the faith. And faith is just putting corresponding actions to the word of God that you say you do. I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking the same thing. The demoniac, for instance, uh, that came out of the tomb when Jesus crossed, crossed over the yep. sea. Um, there was two, two demon-possessed men. Uh, yep. I think we, I just went over this, Matthew, uh, is it eight or nine? I think it's eight. Um, last week I went over this to study on it. And in in two of the Gospels, it talks about two men and one, it just talks about one. So there was actually two demoniacs, but only one was set free. And in my mind, I was thinking, well, why is that? He could Jesus could have easily set them both free. That's not even an issue. But I think what you just said was the key. One of them recognized who he was and came out to him and said, what will you have to do with us, son of God? Like they recognized who he was. And he, and he said, be quiet, come out of them. And it was legion, right? That's the one with legion. So there was many demons inside this person. The other one, maybe you just might have unlocked the key for me, is that he didn't, he didn't believe or didn't recognize who, who Jesus was. So either he stayed back in the cave or maybe he just didn't care. I don't know. But there, yeah. there has to be a, a free will decision exactly. for yeah. someone to be set free and saved. Yeah. And so, sometimes what we'll do, we'll have people that refer someone to our ministry because they want them to be free so bad. But when we talk to the individual, they're kind of like not wanting to be free mm -hmm. as bad. Right. So it's mm -hmm. like, no, this, you, I can't do deliverance because you want them to be free. They have to be willing to want to be free. And if they're not willing to want to be free, that's why I said, if you're not, if you're not born again and you don't want to get born again, if you haven't been studying the word of God and you're not going to now take up a commitment to start studying the word of God and following it, then there's no point in doing deliverance because you're not going to be free. You're not going right. to stay free. So, yeah. You get folk come in and say, hey, can you deliver me from my asthma? Sure. You know what you, you, you um, but I, I think I, the spirit is telling me you've been, the Holy Spirit is telling me you've been fornicating. You have to stop that. I'm just coming to get rid of my asthma. I didn't come to ask you. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I don't, I don't. I'm not done with that. I just don't want to have asthma anymore. It's like, what are you talking about? You can't go to the hospital there. It's like, this isn't a place for you. It's just total stuff free. It's like, no, people, and you will, you'll see that. They'll just like, you know, they will intentionally try to keep secrets that will come out through the deliverance thing because they like, I don't want to deal with this just yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm secretly sleeping with my boyfriend. You know, I'm coming for deliverance, but I'm not going to say anything about it. And then it comes out, you know. It was like, man, I had I, I had a friend and she was um she had went through deliverance. Yeah, I had brought her to the church and everything. And um she was always saying, like, we're not doing anything, we're not doing anything. And it, it was I actually ended up having it wasn't until I was out on the road, I was doing when I was in trucking school, 
and I had a dream, and I said, you know, I said I had a dream that you kept saying that um that you know that I'm not doing anything with him. She would joke like she is, but said, no, no, I'm not. I'm just playing. I'm not doing that. I said I had a dream that you would say that, but you really were sleeping with him. And she was like, that's what's happening. She was like, I was like. I don't get dreams like that. I said, so this got to be a warning to you because I never get dreams like this. So for right. God to give me this dream, it's like, I would, you know, I would pay attention to this. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, you going through deliverance and you know you doing this stuff? I'm like, man, you said, like I said, I've seen people lose their minds from yeah. going through deliverance, going back and, and living like they want to. Deliverance, going back. Deliverance going back, and the next thing you know, they talking to themselves, having full blown conversations. Well, I, I do that, but I don't answer myself. You know, it's like <laughs> that's the thing. I tell myself, yeah, you need to be quiet, man. You're talking too much. I say stuff like that, but this guy is just walking around and he's laughing and he's, you know, to himself walking through the alley. And, I, and but when I saw him some years ago, he was the he was uh went to another church. He was a smooth guy, dressed really nice, well groomed, everything, but he was. But he was just out of it, and I saw him. And I didn't. Then at the time, I didn't know what had happened. But then once we grew, and we and I was there for, and I learned about deliverance, and I remembered that, and I was like, oh, that's why he was in the state he was in. It was like he was no longer that smooth brother. He looked like one of these guys that I, I, I know you don't know nothing about the hood, you know, you know. But on, like on Davidson or whatever, like on on Davidson. I watched Mister Rogers. I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll see guys in certain areas and they're just like dancing on the corner. I don't care on the west side, you'll see them out there on, on certain streets. I said, why God, why is it every this gotta be some kind of spirit um that's controlling these people? Because they'll just be on the corner yeah, every day. Yeah. You'll go by there and they'll just be dancing and you can tell they're out of their minds. But it's yeah. like this is where this stuff take them and just like they've been completely taken over. And yeah. I tell people like, man, you can't play with this stuff. It was like, if Jesus set you free, man, don't go back. You can't go back. I'm like, that is a scary thing to me. And I'm like, and people think it, it's so great. You know, I'm like, we, we we all get tempted. I'm not talking like if you're struggling with something and you keep falling back into it, you know, and you you fighting that good fight and you know what God is telling you, that I'm not necessarily talking to you. I'm talking about people who are willingly, I know God don't want me to do this. Like, I have relatives thank god this isn't on social media because it was like they'll know exactly what i'm talking about but i can easily get... upload it to facebook after the show <laughs> well nobody knows you gino so no one would see it so yeah that's fine but um but so they go when they get in relationships and they get in a serious relationship they go to church they start talking about god on their timelines and then they break up with them next thing i know it's hoochie pictures and <laughs> And it's, you know, and them throwing parties and it's nothing about God at all. But it's like the cycle only when I'm only chasing after God, when I get what I want, when I get the man and I get in a deep relationship, then I go to God. And it's like, I'm like, man, you better quit playing with that. But that nobody wants to hear. I'm like that. I'm like, I'm not telling you this because I'm trying to be judgmental because what you're doing is actually a terrifying thing because I have seen the consequences of what you do, you're doing, the end results of it. And if you understood it, it's such a terrifying thing. You should stay as far away from that as you can. But it's like, it, it, it's, it's, 
it's a lot of deaf ears out here. And that's, I'm like, man, and that's the, the thing that discouraged me. It's like, you'll, you'll see people who, who agree with you, but they're silent. They know you're telling the truth, but they're silent. And it's like, this isn't an hour. You see what's going on in the world. You see everything going on. You see the signs, everything that the book was talking about. You're starting to see things line up. I'm like, this is a scary time that we all need to be paying attention to what's going on. Because I'm like, man, I'm looking for, uh, right now, I know some people like, oh, it's all about America. But I'm like, man, I'm looking to see, is the beast about to show himself? Because that's what I'm looking for. I'm like, this ain't the time to be playing who, mm-hmm. who you know, the um, church and, and going. I'm like, and it's it's like, how can, well, I can understand because I, I read it, but you know, you the Bible talks about that, you know, he he's blind to certain people's eyes, but I'm just like, how can you be that blind that you can't see that, hey, things are starting to line up. I can't, it's not the time for me to be playing with God. God is calling people to him because like at mostly every Christian I talk to that's serious about God, God is calling them to something. Some are going to street ministry, like Gino to the show, God telling me to do the video. Some people is like, God been on me about intercession. God been telling me to write a book. He's like, he is putting his people to work. And I'm like, and then you got some people It's like, oh, you're not telling me anything. I was like, you should be concerned because this is not the time. And it's just like, I, it's like, man, and you know, I can't, I'm like, man, like, that's why, you know, we need you on the show. Cause like hearing you, cause I get frustrated. Cause it's like, I get really frustrated. Cause it's like, God, you got me out here. If I say something, like I got one cause man, I, I am trying so hard not to block her, you know, so hard. Cause it, I put, it was, it was, she, you know, she's, she's wealthy. And, um, she put up this, I put this video up, you know, it's this guy, Cause it's people like I don't, I don't know if you know what Omegle is. You know what Omegle is? You Gina? Amigo How do you is spell like, it? <laughs> I don't even know what it. Is. <laughs> what Gina? Well, you know, senior citizens, not senior citizens, don't know about it, Gina. That's probably why. But anyway, so <laughs> so Amigo um, is this platform where basically it's like you playing roulette, and you just meet a complete stranger. So you go a video, you on video. Huh? That's yeah. So you just go <laughs> on there like <laughs> and, it, and it skips and you go, but it's people on there that minister. When people come in and they, like I said, it's people everywhere and God is calling something. And it was like something like that. I never was like, I'm not comfortable. I'm not good with strangers. And I'm like, this just, uh, you know, because you never know what you're going to get. And that's why people tend to shy away from those sites because I've heard stories. But anyway. Um, he's on there, he's ministering, and that's what he does. It's like he's having an honest chat with these people. And I have seen some of the most people just mocking in the beginning, but he just keeps his calm. And it's, it's several people I've seen, and they keep their calm, and they talk to him, and they talk about, about God, love with God. And you'll look at the eyes of the person, and you'll see them start to change, and, and things will begin to click, and they'll begin to soften. And, it, and it's like, man, like, seeds are being planted in this. So I shared this, and then she just puts a laugh emoji under and puts sheep under it. And it's like, Lord, like I'm going to, I, I was about to hit that block button, but it's like, I feel so, I was like, I don't want to stand before God and say, God, did I do everything? Because I said, the reason she doesn't want to hear because she has everything. And it's like, she thinks she knows everything. Like she's like, you know, she, she believes in Judaism. She just decided 
to you know to follow you because they're rich. You know, like they, she, the one she know out in, in in California, Hollywood, have the money, so she chooses to do it. Judaism, she'll go shalom and all that other stuff, all that other nonsense. But it's like you see these people, and I, I I've had a talk with her before, but she was mad at her brother for forgiving somebody that abused her. He was a Christian, and it was just like, and so I talked with her, and I, and. and when I talk with people in ministry, to them, I never talk about like really the Bible. I always start off with mm-hmm. what I have personally seen God yeah. do, yeah. and I know this is real. And so I told her, <clears throat> and it was like, and what you keep running into is this: you might be telling the truth. I'm, I, I'm, I, I believe you're telling the truth, but I don't want to accept it. And it's just like, it's to me, it's, it's. I, I can't help but take it personal. I'm like, the God of the heaven and earth has revealed himself to you and you reject it? How foolish are you? God, why do you put up with this? Why do you continue to put up with these people? See, I, 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 I this was pre-me going into the hospital almost dying. Because, see, I got, I got very bitter and angry at people because of this. And I was like, and I got, I had a, 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 a um, uh, well, who was it? It's not Noah. It was uh, um, in the well, Jonah. Jonah. A Jonah moment. Mm-hmm. I'm not preaching to these people anymore. Yeah. I'm not ministering anymore. I am done, God. These people are hard-hearted. They're wicked. They're evil. And I don't want to waste my time doing it. And that's how I felt. I wasn't stupid enough to say this out loud, but I said it in my head. And I was just like, I'm done. And it was like, I had to almost die. And then God, and, and in the hospital, he had to reteach me about love. You know, I was, man, them nurses in there was, man, it was, it was such a, I, I went through, I went through hell in the coma. And when I went out, it was like the nurses, I thought they were going to kill me. It was like some of them were so evil. And then God had to, it was, it, he took, he used some of the most evil people in there to make me understand love. And he was like, because when they reacted negatively and got mean, so did I. And he just began to show me, he said, as long as you, he said, this is what they want. They she, they want you to dig, yeah, dig, um, dig in that hole with them. He's like, the only way that you can help them is to stand outside of that hole and extend a hand. He was like, and pull them out. He said, but if you keep digging down there with them, both of y'all will be in a ditch together. And so I, that's what he taught me, because that, the things in the hospital only began to change for me when I stopped responding to the evil things that they did. And I was just like, you know, and I stayed calm. And I was like, I never want to fall back in there. But still, even come out of that, that ain't that I still find it offensive and it gets to me when it's like, because I almost be like, oh, you rejecting God? Burn in. You know, I'm like, fine, <laughs> that is your choice. But then I, that thought in my head, it was like, you know, God's like, I'm not done with them. I'm not yeah. done with them yet, and it's just like it's it's a it's a it's a you you make it seem so easy talking to you. It's, a, it's such a conviction, Miko, when I talk to you because uh, you no. make it seem like so well, easy. What I was gonna say is because it's it's, it's it's human to get frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. But I think one of the things that helped me early in ministry because God had me study the prophets and the book of Jeremiah. That is just so eye-opening because we, we need to also change the way we view success. A lot of times people view success uh, the number of people they have in their ministry or the amount of people they reach and that follow God or X, Y, Z. Jeremiah was a success story, but he preached to people who never came to repentance. So if we just 
success by our standards, we would call Jeremiah's ministry a failure. Mm -hmm. But according to God, Jeremiah's ministry was a success because God told him, look, I'm going to send you to them. I'm going to send you to the nations. Nobody going to listen to you. Oh. But I still need you to go because here's the thing. God would be unjust if he judged someone and they never was presented with the word of God. They have to have the word and have rejected the word so that that judgment God gives in the end for it to be just and fair. So then it's like, okay, I got to recalibrate my mindset to know the majority of people that I'm going to witness to, they're going to reject God. The majority of people that I witness to are going to be ignorant. Now, some of the people are going to be stupid because they know the word of God, but they just choose to reject it, which is different from being ignorant. But because I work uh, in a sales environment. And so out of 100 people, you get one or two people to bite. So it's, it's, it's like that, unfortunately, when it comes to witnessing for, mm -hmm. for God. So if I go into it with this right mindset, that helps the frustration some, but it doesn't get rid of it because there are times I get very frustrated, but then I know, like you say, not to give up because I had a situation where I did. And then finally they did come to Christ and it was like, dang, shouldn't have gave up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, we have those moments, right? So it's just learning. It's growing and learning. It's funny that you mentioned that it's like being a salesman. You, and that is what you do for a living. It's, <clears throat> I've often thought of it that way. And it's, but we're selling a product. And I don't want to say selling. I shouldn't say, it, but yeah, yeah. just so everybody understands, we're selling a product that is, is um, 100% guaranteed if you, if you receive it. There is no, you don't have to worry about the warranty. You don't have to worry about it. It's, you're going to get it and it's going to perform the way it's supposed to every single time if you accept it in your life by faith. So you don't, yep. you don't, we're selling something that costs no money. Yep. It's a free gift from, from God himself to, he gave his son for us and to anybody that would receive him. And you instantly get rewarded from that because your eternity is sealed. Yep. And if, and if you, and then if you pursue him and continue in that relationship, and grow with him it's it's the it's the best product you've ever received because it's going to keep multiplying it's going to keep doing more for you and it's going to it's going to mold your character it's going to mold your mind it's going to change the, entirely the way you look at the world i mean like it's it's such an incredible product and and I, i'm like robert when i have when i have chances to minister to a person or they ask about god or whatever i i rarely open up with the Bible verse either because, because I know the world rejects the word right away. So if mm -hmm. I can give them a personal testimony and show them how God moved in my life, it's, I, I hate to say it's like the hook, you know, the bait, they're taking a bait it because, fishing. but it is kind You're of like fishing. fishing. We're, fishing. Jesus said be fishers of men. So, you know, we uh, are fishing. fishing and you have to use bait to fish and it's, and it's, but it's not deceptive bait. Like some, you know, car used car salesman might. No, use we use idea. live bait. Here. We, use, we use live bait. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're going to eat, but I'm be like, gotcha, you know, gotcha, you know. Yeah. So what, and it's and it's and it's for their benefit. It's not. It's it's. I'm not getting a personal gain out of it. It's for it's for them. It's it's. Well, you actually are. You know, I mean, you do, like, but hey, I do. I'm I count. I'm like, hey, God, I'm dealing with this person a lot. You know, I hope this going <laughs> on my books up there. <laughs> we will be rewarded, but that's not what I mean. My goal, if I'm talking to someone, it's because I really desperately want them to know who he is because mm -hmm. it can change them. It can revolutionize their life and their mm -hmm. destiny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Miko, real quick, before I forget this, 
Uh, again, I, these stupid percentage questions I keep asking you, but <laughs> but um, what is out of out of ten deliverances, yeah, out of uh, she's getting her calculator out. Out of out of ten <laughs> deliverances, how many people have multiple demons inside of them? Um, it hasn't been a ton. I would probably say I, I, I'm gonna go half and half. Um, Lately, people we've been coming across there has been more you know more than one demon that has been in okay let me do this because it here's where it, it when i was in college not me when i ministered to college students um because what i'm finding is when i deal with like adult adult versus adolescent mm -hmm. not to say that adolescents don't have serious problems because they do but adult adult they got like major deep rooted Serious yeah, I've never seen one. Versus adolescents. So I think that's that shift that I'm finding. The more that I'm dealing with these adults that are rooted in like occultism and then, you know, adultery and like all, then you get the multiplicity of demons that are coming in there versus someone that maybe be dealing with some issues. Maybe in one or two areas they're serious, but it's not as deep, like, I don't, what's the word? It's just, it's real serious issues when you start to get to the adult level. So I'm going to say half and half because most of my ministry started out with like young adult teens and then children. I had all of that. And now being with gather ministries, it's, it's, we do deal with like some teens and some children, but the majority is just like, like grown folks business. That's what I'm trying to say. We deal with people that got grown folks business and that's where I'm starting to see the demons in droves. So. so my follow-up to that would be, now let's say a person has one demon, uh -huh. you're successfully cast it out. How do you know there's not more that are hiding? How do you, it's, how it's do you follow that? The Holy Spirit. Okay. Revelation one through the Holy Spirit Two, actually checking in with that person. We talk to them. So how do you feel? Do you describe like if there's anything if you feel nothing, that's fine, but describe anything that you may feel. They may say, I still feel movement in my body, or I feel light. I feel like something's lifted. Like I'm getting feedback from them to see from when we started to now where we are, what's the difference, if any, and let them communicate that. And so that's, that's the two ways you can get that feel, but definitely, um, you know, seeking guidance from the Holy Spirit to know. Yeah. The first time I went through deliverance, it was like, I had never known such peace. I'm like, I didn't know how much noise was in my head until it stopped. I mean, things was like, man, you need to get laid. You need to do this. You need to do that. You, you, I didn't know until it stopped. It was literally felt like I could go sit in the closet for two days and I would be totally fine. I had no desire to turn the TV on or watch anything. I could literally just sit and just feel at peace. And then some years later, I went through a second deliverance and we went through deliverance again. It, it, the peace stopped. Once I started dealing with people again and started getting around, oh yeah, that, that peace went away real quick. I was like, man, like, I want to go to heaven now, God. Like, I want to experience this all the time. And then I went through deliverance a second time. And when I went through it the second time, the next day I couldn't move my neck. It was like, it was like, my it was like my neck it was like i had whiplash i couldn't move my neck it was like hey i i, I don't think you guys got everything because something ain't right here but they just left me it was like man uh, they were the most anointed 
uncaring as fuck in my life. That's like, it's like I never. It was like it was odd. It was a. It was because that I guess that was the downturn with everybody being so young. Because it was, it was all zealous, but at the same time it was like yeah, it's harder work than I'm willing to do. So you figure that out there, buddy. I'm like I can't can't move my neck at all. I was like yeah. Yeah. So when when you uh, uh, cast them out, is it always a physical manifestation that follows the spiritual, or is not not always? Not Sometimes always. Okay. There is no reaction at all. They just leave, and and that's the downfall. Because sometimes people watch videos, and so when mm-hmm. they go through deliverance and get set free, they don't think they're free because they didn't have this big dramatic, you know, demonstration. And it's not always like that. Sometimes it's very quiet and calm, and they just go. And then sometimes there is a spectacle somewhat. And sometimes you may have a big spectacle. But the times that I've had like really big spectacles would be far and few in between between the times that it's just been kind of like a normal they left. I may have had a few demonstrations, but nothing like slithering on the floor. I've only had like like those major type things. I've maybe had like a handful of times in deliverance. But the most of the time it's, you know, pretty like a normal deliverance of you get maybe some talking back, some resistance, but then they leave. And then sometimes there's no manifestation and they just go. Do you mostly call them by name or is it? As the Lord reveals. Yep. As the Lord reveals. And usually the names will be their characteristics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So if it's bitterness or envy, um, spirit of abuse or um, hatred, um, low self-esteem, um, uh, we deal with a lot of abandonment, rejection, loneliness, stuff like that, lust. So those are typically the things. And, and that's what I'm talking about as a team, as maybe someone's working with that person calling demons out. I may be off to the side, like just praying in tongues and the Lord start giving me things. And so once that person's done, I'll just kind of flag them. They know I have something. They'll back out. Hmm. I'll like move forward and speak it. And I'll just start calling off everything the Lord gave me. And then I'll back out and be like, that's all I got. And if someone else got something, so we'll take turns like that. Um, but yeah, as we're praying and we're asking the Lord, reveal to us what's going on. And from there, that's how we get that information. So sometimes we, we definitely talk to the individual before we start. So we'll have some information up front, like, oh, okay, as we hear them tell their story, the Lord starts telling us, okay, that's a demon, that's a demon, call this demon out when you get into the deliverance, call that. And then from there, once we get into the deliverance and call out all that stuff, from there, the Lord is just giving us more and more and more and more and more. And then sometimes people have visual gifts where they can see things and they'll say, I'm seeing this, or someone will get a word of knowledge or X, Y, Z. So prophetic word. So it's beautiful how God uses those gifts in deliverance ministry. You know, I think one of the the biggest misnomers is that Christians can't have demons. I think that's 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 been the lie that's been perpetrated. Now, I I do want to be careful because I don't I don't believe uh, demons are can possess a Christian. They right. oppress. They 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 can get in the flesh and the soul, um, but they can't get where God has renewed. So yeah. if you're opening doors as a Christian through sin. They can they can start hindering your body. You might have, uh, you know, health issues. You might have mental problems going on. Maybe both. All kinds of issues. Uh, maybe like anxiety would be a big one. Probably fear. 
So um, what you mean by what do you mean by possessed? That we, we get all well because so when, when when a person's not spiritually born again, renewed, and they're they're a, basically a dead man walking, they have a dead spirit. That thing lives within them. It controls them completely. Where if you're oppressed, it it doesn't control you completely, but it it can cause hindrances. It can cause um, uh, hindrances in your life in the way you walk. Your your um, communication with God can be hindered by that. Because it's 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 like the shell. If we picture ourselves as Christians having a shell that's still fallen, that's the part that's still that we're trying to renew. And until the day of resurrection, that's not gonna we're not gonna be full in Him, body, mind, and soul. We're still wrestling against that that meat suit we're all wearing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we have to deal with that. But the person that's not born again, they're subject to all kinds of things living within them. I mean, taking up residence. Yeah. Where remember the book? Remember the book? The book you were talking about. Um, Rick Joyner wrote. Uh, what was it called again? Final Quest. The Final Quest. Yeah. In that book, he talked about he saw Christians carrying baggage, like literally, like just all kinds of things on them, and they were climbing mm-hmm. mountains, and and it was just it seemed like they could never go anywhere. They were they were hindering their progress. Where a person mm-hmm. that's just possessed. They're just doing that demon's will all the time. Where we have we have a um, a mechanism that that can fight it because we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. So it can't it can't get into the deepest part of us. Well, the thing is, it's like if you feed it, it'll grow. If you you know, I've seen like I've seen where believers at first where they couldn't fight, it, and then it's like. The thing is, is what I mean, like, that's what I'm trying to clarify, like the the possession, like if they're in control, like I have seen, it was one brother and he was this guy. He spoke in tongues. He was filled with the Holy Ghost. And he, um, he messed up and he told me, he said, I messed up and I slept with this girl. He said, and then I found out her mother was a paranoid schizophrenic. And he was like, he said, um, and ever since then, I've been hearing like voices and I see things. And I was like, you know, I didn't really know what to tell him. I was like, well, you know, we just gonna pray. You know, you just make sure you repent. You don't go back to it. And then over a little bit of time, he became a completely different person. And what I mean, like he, he, he picked it. He became, had the characteristics, the, the speech, of a person born and raised in New York. <laughs> this is somebody who lived in Detroit and it never left. And it was like, to everybody notice, they was like, what is going on with him? His whole speech, everything changed. It was no longer him. It was something else, but he was filled with the Holy Ghost. He was spoken tongues. And at one point, very passionate about God, but I watched him go away. But then he, um, but he was still coming to church. He was still trusting God, but it was like, it wasn't it was wasn't him anymore but then he came back he stayed and he is he is the one of the most devout brothers that you would it's like he well, doesn't, that he kind doesn't of believe. but that kind of summarizes what i was saying like that that thing was allowed to control his mind partially but he still had his will to understand hey i'm still i'm still in christ i gotta get this thing straight now right? so I you mean, think it's still... a will thing like you're yeah like you have yeah. no no but it's, the... a, it's like they completely possession is like they completely take over basically they shove your soul to the side and said this is this is not my house my body mm-hmm. you're you're 
you're just a prisoner in your own body. Okay. When you're demonized, they're inside of your body, but they haven't taken over your your will, your personality. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. I can like that. So I would say, for instance, have you, I always liken it to this. I don't know if everyone's seen this, but the movie Get Out. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so the second place. But you know, come on, guy. Uh, yeah, well, okay, so for you, I haven't seen a movie place. in so long. I hardly watch anything. <laughs> so, second place would be like possession. He hasn't seen a movie since they had it on reels and on the black and white. <laughs> yes. I, no, they had sound. Oh He's like, I remember that Charlie Chaplin movie I saw. Wonderful. That Charlie Chaplin's a great actor. But that would be like an example of possession. Like you no longer can do anything. You're just watching life happen through the window of the eyes. Whereas when you're demonized, you still have your will, your personality. They just may have taken over a portion of your life or certain areas, but not your whole entire personality, your will and all of that. Okay. So have you ever had an exorcism Speaking of movies, like something you would see out of Hollywood. I mean, is there already been ever been something so not. dramatic that lights were flashing, the bed was jumping up and down, and all that? I stuff? think that's yeah. when you're trying to that. do it in an unwilling person, when you're trying to force stuff out, and you're not. It was. It's. I, I just can't because I just can't see stuff levitating. But I know they said that one movie, um, The Exorcism, Emily Rose at the end, she said, "Why God." Why she asked God why she had to go through it, and He said so to get her story out so people know that these demons are real. But it was like she died from her exorcism. I'm like, that's not you're not supposed no. to die from casting out demons. No, I don't, I don't know. That's not. I had a friend that said that they were in a deliverance where someone did levitate. I have not had that experience yet, but I've had some you know, uh, partners in the ministry that have told some wild stories. Yeah, I've, I've heard. Of people slithering out the room like snakes you had yeah. to go grab them it was like they start slithering like they had no bones in their body and they just start trying to get out of there it was like you know um i, I don't i'm good i don't i don't need to be are you familiar <laughs> with uh isaiah saldivar this guy yeah okay and i i i think he's I, I really like him. I mean, I've been following his ministry yeah. for about a year now. And um, I mean, now, would you agree with, with his stance on deliverance? What is his stance again? I've seen a few well, videos in the past, but nothing recently. Well, his his big I, argument most of the time is that he's arguing with Christians that they can't be demon, be, you know, demonized. And so well, he's like, yes, they do. And they need deliverance. And he, yeah, he, he fights for that all the time. And he's, I got to say, I mean, I haven't seen anything that's suspicious to me and from the, you know, looking in for about yeah. a year now. Uh, I watch a lot of his live streams. He's, he's very biblically based. He's on yeah. fire. This guy, he's young. He's on fire. Mm -hmm. um, he's gained like a humongous following over the last year. Um, but he's he's legitimate. I mean, in my book, this guy's legit. And and he'll have every now and then he'll have uh, like like three or four other deliverance ministers on, and they kind of talk through things and what they're going through and some of the patterns they see, and you know that maybe that can help other Christians see a pattern. I, I think he's doing good work. I mean, um, yeah. I haven't seen anything that's not biblical yet from him. Yeah, I uh, think yeah. The deliverance stuff. Um, a few months back, I kind of watched some of those stuff, and when yeah, like you say, when he had other guests and stuff. Um, so I've seen that, yeah, and I haven't heard anything off um, as far as that. Yeah. No, it's a lot of young, young brothers and sisters, man. I I have been 
I'm like watching like them on on TikTok and things like that. It is a lot, man. God is raising up some young ones that are bold, man. And it's like, I mean, you know, it was, it was like, because social media is like a two-edged sword, man. It was like, one, it is a it is a source of distraction, but two, it's like I am so thankful that it's so many coming up because it's like at a certain point I was like God, like are there how many are left? Because it just seemed like I was watching so many just forfeit their walk with Christ, and it's like when you go on Instagram and you seen it's like and you seen demon come out and they up here with the you know with the drink and the the weed and posing in front of cars with they ch- I just like who is this person? And I was just like man, I just started seeing so many fall, but like now nah, man. I'm like, I know something has to be approaching. Just of the mind, I said, when you got these kids that are barely in high school, and I'm like, and they are preaching a firm word of God. They are preaching about deliverance. They are preaching about holiness. I was like, man, this generation coming up, man, they are not playing. It is like they are fierce, man. That's, that's one thing that is encouraging from all this. It's like during this time when you're seeing so many people fall away because it was like, Man, um, I saw some people who I thought were like solid, and they were like, but then they were telling you, "Hey, you got to get that jab. You got, you got, you got to get that jab. You got to, you know, we can't. You, you, you didn't get yours." It's like no, and it was like they're shutting down their churches because they're like, Mm-mm, or they're coming. Everybody, you can't. If no mask, no entry. And I actually saw that. Like you cannot fellowship here without a mask. And I'm just like, man. I I remember when I was looking for a church before I had found you. I was like, man, I was like, because we moved just had moved over here, and I was like, okay, this church it says um, it had a sign up, and it says miracle signs or wonders are performed here. I said, I want to see this place. They were closed down until <laughs> the pandemic is over. You're not getting me. <laughs> You're not getting me, death. You know, I was like, man, I was like. And then it's like, it's like, we're, we, and now they got signs of, we're having in-person, I was like, no. I went to another one too, same thing. They was like, well, we may, we, we, we're not having live services at the moment. We may in a few weeks test it out and, and have live service, but we're going to have them outside. I was like, oh, okay. You know why they're not having live services? Because they're dead. <laughs> they're yeah. dead. Uh, Joyful like, June said, uh, have any of you seen a person's face change into like a lizard-like face or something like that? Any shape-shifting or stuff like that? I've, I got to say, me personally, I have seen before a person was delivered, uh, their face is definitely, uh, I, I don't want to say it was like a lizard or an animal or something like that, but it was definitely not the shape it looked like when they were delivered. It looks, there's well, more peace, relaxation. It's well, like you just, see, I don't uh, see like buck eyes and foaming at the mouth and red eye. I ain't never seen nobody turning to no lizard. Right. Not acting like one. I'm not going to sit here and tell no, uh, uh, what was it, man? Oh, it was so funny. It was, um, it was, I actually started like, like a gorilla. It was, I was going through deliverance and I started beating my chest and, <laughs> and I was like, wow. you know, and, and, and they had told, and they told us before, they said, like, I better not see none of y'all acting all the fool. And here it is, everybody was acting the fool. And they looked it up when they were trying to find out what the spirit does. And they said it was one associated with horror movies. 
which was used, which was, was my, it was formerly my favorite genre of movies. Mm-hmm. I used to always watch horror movies. And they was like, it's a spirit of terror, of horror, and it, it, and it manifests as a gorilla. You know, what was it? It was the, um, the, uh, not Fred Hammond. It was another guy, Deliverance Hit List book, where it talked about the, um, the spirits. But it was like, yeah, like, you might mimic, but if you, I think the only time that you'll see, if somebody's in witchcraft or, or, or have gotten deep in something, things like that you might see that but i don't think in a normal deliverance you'll start seeing people changing you know uh body type and stuff like that well robert you actually have the one and your one and only fan uh awakened mom says she says she was talking to somebody else in chat and then she says plus i love robert so you have yes, one I told you, you have one person <laughs> well because she's awakened and the rest right. are not that's right do you do you not understand she sees the face and the halo. You know, she recognizes. Awakened mom, I don't get any love. I don't get any love. I'm here every week with Robert, and I get no love from Awakened mom. Well, maybe if you put a little, little rouge on something, you know, fix yourself up. Maybe she'll be more confident. Oh man. So Miko, what's uh, what's next for your ministry? What's what do you guys got cooking over there? Oh, we still um, we're right now going through a lesson on God's judgment. So we're understanding what judgment looks like, um, still ministering to a lot of people. Um, and, you know, we each have our own different way of which we, you know, minister where some people are, you know, Andrew's really good about, he goes on social media and deals with a lot of people and just witnessing the truth to them um, where they're just lost in deception. Um, my personal, every, every almost every day, um, I'm doing private Bible studies, discipling people, teaching them how to blow in the word of God. And then as we get people that want to be born again, things like that, deliverance, we have that going on. So, um, yeah, so we're just always busy studying, learning the word of God, and then out there discipling, doing the work of discipleship. The one-on-one Bible studies, is that by Zoom or are you actually physically sitting down with the person? No, yeah, so through FaceTime or Google Meet, like a Zoom, things Mm -hmm. like that, yeah. So, um, and they're actually in different states, the people that I'm... Oh, wow. How do you you get people from out of state looking at your... They just see the website or something? Referrals. Referrals where people are like, hey, this person has a situation, could you minister to them? And through ministering to them, they're like, you know, hey, like, I don't want to lose contact. Um, Or I see a need where they need to learn word to be able to fly on their own a bit better. And so, yeah, I have someone in Georgia, someone in phoenix and yeah so hmm. um and, I do and here i is i thought i introduced you to georgia oh, so i thought i turned one and you said oh, yeah, we actually went to georgia. georgia and baptized i flew down there baptized wow. water and spirit and that's the one that to this day it's been almost a year and a half now we've been doing bible study consistently and she has grown by leaps and bounds it's amazing cool with the word, how the word changes people in a positive way. Do you do online deliverance? Online, on the phone, however it needs to happen. Cool. I'm going to try to get my friend to uh, somehow. (laughs) See, this is what I call the pawning off of. (laughs) This is what I kept happening to me. I I had to stop that. It's like, and now it's happening to you. It's like, this is a nuisance. Hey, let me present this. 
person to you. And next thing you know, you're getting calls all the time and things like that. I don't. I think she just needs to hear a different voice. Like I, yeah. I don't. I, I sure, that's what it you is. know, she she goes to her church. She goes. To, this is the irony of it all. She goes to a church that's called Grace Christian Ministries. Okay, and I and all I tell her about is God's grace all the time and His love, because that's what she's missing. And and she'll and I'll say, why do you think? the name of your church is grace i don't know i said well if you read the new testament it's all about god's grace <laughs> that's what you're going to find in the new testament that's what the that's what the new covenant is all about god's love and grace for mankind that he sent his only ones his only begotten son for you died on a cross and rose again so that you could have life with him forever and be set free from all this this garbage well not me I'm like, yeah, yeah, you too. You know, it includes everybody. It says all if, if they accept. Now, it's it's weird because she'll 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 talk about things, but she always just skirts around grace. It never touches grace. It's always on the outside. And then it's always about the law. And she'll she'll go back and she'll start quoting the law in Matthew or in one of the gospels. I said, he's talking to Jewish people. That's what he's she doesn't understand the context, she doesn't understand the culture. She doesn't yeah. understand hermeneutics, nothing. It's just like, yeah. I said, so for me, it's getting to the point where it's like, I took a long break where I just, I couldn't, <laughs> I had to just step back. And then Robert's yeah. like, he's like, he's like, yeah, just take a break, whatever. So I took a break. But then she started calling again. That. I don't remember saying take a break. He told me <laughs> just, told me he told me throw her aside. He told that. me throw her no, aside and never talk to her again. I to do with that. I told him, you, you labor with the people, Lord. That's, that was his own decision. I had nothing right. to do with it. <laughs> Joyful June said, God bless you, Miko. I'm so thankful for people like you. Thank you. God bless you, too. Yeah. And, so I'm a, I'm oh, and awakened, and awakened Mom says, I love you, too, Gino. Oh, no, she didn't. Sorry, I'm just making that up. <laughs> Good one, Awakened Mom. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to talk. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to talk with that pastor there about, um, you, uh, you know, about hopefully I can get you guys hooked up because it is some definite need of, it is like, don't get me wrong, the, the church, I, it is, um, God is moving there. They were one that closed down during the, repent, uh, the pandemic. Same thing, afraid. And then they actually got, uh, he got rebuked by somebody. And it was, he totally redid it. He's like, you know what? From now on, I'm letting God, whatever God says, do. I'm doing. So he just comes in. And it was good at first, but it was like, you know, I need some food. I'm coming here to eat. You know, I'm, I'm, I got my cousin them coming out. It's like they need to learn. They don't know anything, but and it's like um, they. It's just not a. It's just not a very good job of um, explaining. Like she's coming and she's open, and I'm just like, she needs something. Like she's seeing because like even when my wife came, she uh, they gave her a word, and it was something her and my um, wife were talking about the uh, the day before, and it built her face because it's like she doesn't. She's like doesn't know any hardly anything because i was talking to her. my wife was like that's my cousin why are you calling my cousin i'm like Cause I, I want them to go to heaven you know but i'm just like somebody need to go there and by somebody i mean you need to go there and it's like you know <laughs> so i'm gonna go and i'm gonna try to make that happen i'm gonna go there and like maybe i, I could be like yeah yeah i know somebody's like you need some help with deliverance like i know the perfect person you know so if you get a call 
and I've thrown you out there. It's because you feel like I have. It's because I have, you know, because we need. I'm trying to get it to where it's like I can eat and everything is is set, and I can be happy. I can like everything works, and then you be up there, and then when they come and they be acting stupid, I be like, dang, Mika, that sucks for you, and I just like, you know. Miko, do you have do you ever have video of any of these deliverances? There's actually um, one really good one on our uh, YouTube channel. It has like thirteen thousand views. Oh wow! Um, okay. It was a crazy one. Um, so I could um, send it to Rob so he can send it to you. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I'm not going to send it to you. Actually, how long is it? Is it long the video? Um, it's I don't, maybe like a few minutes. I mean, we could play it. I could look it up right now. If you want to, if you got a couple minutes. Yeah. It's up to you. I mean, if you have to go, don't, you know, I'm not going to hold you. Um, By the way, by the way, Robert, Robert, I want you to read the last chat from Awakened Mom for me and for the audience, please. Is is the uh, YouTube channel Gathering Ministries? It's Gather. It's actually Gather, not Gathering. Oh, oh. Oh, did I put Gathering? I did. I put Gathering. Okay. I'm sorry, Gino. You're a nerd herder. <laughs> Is that what you like want everybody to know? <laughs> we we all knew that already, Gino. Uh, okay, yeah, here it is. Gather Ministries. Excellent. Okay. Let me get uh, this up. Now, um, for most popular, it's going to be the first one that says water baptism in Jesus' name and casting out demons. Okay. All right. Yeah, let me uh, switch screens here. Go. 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 Go.
Go. in this area Go. right now. In the, mighty in the name, name of Jesus. Jesus Christ. Mighty name of Jesus. Go. Get out. Leave him. Go. No authority here. In the name of Jesus, get out. Get out. Mm. Get out. Right now. Get out. Right. Get out of this body now. Right Every now. demon, go. go. Every right. unclean spirit, go. Every unclean spirit, you're going to get out of this body. This is not your home. Right not now. your home. Get out. Get out. Get out. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every unclean spirit, go. Right now. Go. Go. Leave him right now. Go. No authority over him. Get out. Get out of this body. In the name of Jesus Christ. Get out of this body. I cast you out by the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. Go. 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 Anthony, just hold on. In the name of Jesus Christ. You okay, Anthony? Anthony, God loves you. God loves you. He loves you. God loves you. He loves you. So much. He loves you. He wants you to be free. He wants you to be free. You are loved. In the name of Jesus Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Name of Jesus Christ. Leave his body right now. Leave him right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Mighty name of Jesus. Command you to go. Get out of me right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Right now. In the name of Jesus. No. Yes. You have no authority over him. Leave right now in the name of Jesus. Command you to go right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Anthony is worthy. Anthony is loved. He is cherished. He is wanted. He is a son of God. Yes. 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 Go. No. No. Go. Go. child of God. Go. 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 He does not belong to you. You have no authority. You need to leave right now by the name of Jesus. And you to leave right now by the name of Jesus. before where the person is ready to give their life over to Christ. As soon as we get them in the pool, them demons are like, uh-uh, because they know what's getting ready to happen. When they go <laughs> down, they're going to get washed in the blood. And he was completely fine. 
till he got in that pool. And as soon as he sat down, that's when the demons started manifesting. And we we're like, oh, here we go. So as you saw, normally we don't have kids around, but it was like everyone in that room was getting baptized that mm. day. Oh. And when he got in, again, you can't predict what's going to happen. And that's what happened. So, and I want to I want to mention something like it, when they say you can't transfer <clears throat> to anybody else. That is so important. You can't forget to do that because we did deliverance one day because it just happened where the girl, she just manifested in church and we and we end up calling out. But they didn't send it anywhere. They didn't tell it to go anywhere. They just called it out. And so my, me and my mother were going to the same church at the time. And so my mother woke up and she said, you know, I was living there. I was living, I still living at home. And she just was like, I'm tired of this mess. She was like, I'm going to blow this house up. And I was like, well, blow it up then. And I hung the phone up. She was angry and I was angry. What was the spirit? It was, um, it was um, rejection. I didn't know what happened is we casted out the girl and we brought it home. And my mother, and so when I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm just like, why am I so angry? Because that's what her personality she was a you when you just meet people that are just offensive and always driving people away that's what rejection does it doesn't want to let people get close to them and so it offends people so that they leave leave them alone so when i, I woke up i was like it dawned on me like this ain't right i was like mom i said that spirit went home with us last night she's like i think you're right and we had to get to praying but that is a consequence of when you don't send it somewhere and you let it transfer to the people that's in there. Yeah, and it's important too, when, when we're done with deliverance as a team, we'll do a closeout prayer and, you know, break any demonic residue that may have tried to transfer to anybody that may be lingering, that may be in the place, commanded to go. It's definitely important to do that, to find any spirits of backlash, revenge, and retaliation, because those demons are gonna be upset that, mm -hmm. you know, that's a problem. Learn that the hard way too. Re yeah, backlash so. and retaliation. Yeah. When I when I went through deliverance, the next day, I I drove home and my car broke down in front of the house. I had just got uh uh they just ended up canceling the contract that I was working at, so I had lost my job. I lost my job. My car broke down in one house in front of the house, and when I went to put my key in the door to go in, the key broke off in the door. All these were in like. In, in like a 10 minutes time it was back to back to back and I was just like and then but nobody had said anything about any experience of uh, spirits of retaliation or none of that but it's like all these things come by you know somebody else teaching you years later but it's like I'm glad that like some folk who are being introduced to deliverance who might start seeking it these things are important you yeah. know to know they might seem minuscule and a lot of people don't um who do deliverance they don't do these things and it can it can it can lead to consequences well yeah. <clears throat> one thing that's important here too and I'm, I'm sure miko this is probably something you guys do is when that spirit leaves that spirit's going to look for another home oh yeah mm -hmm. but Absolutely. if the, if but jesus said in matthew 12 43 through 45 he says um the return of an unclean spirit uh, when the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through waterless places, seeking rest, but finds none. Then it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds the house empty, swept, and put in order. 
Then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they enter and dwell there, and the last state of that person is worse than the first. So also it will be with this evil generation. So Jesus is telling us, if there's no discipleship, and this is where this is where it's so important that the maturity of the church is is there in deliverance. Because if you're just doing deliverance because, you know, it's it's fun, <laughs> you know, this is what we're supposed to do, and there's no follow-up, that yeah. person's susceptible to being worse off than he was when he first came there. Absolutely. You don't want to Absolutely. go to the hospital and get treated and then stop taking your antibiotics, you know, so to speak. So you got to, like, you have to keep getting fed with God's word so that the discipleship leads them into deeper faith with, with Christ and walking with him daily. Otherwise, it's going to be a disaster. I mean, it's it's going yeah. to be really, really bad. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, <clears throat> that was a great video. I'm glad that was on. I'm glad we uh, watched it. Because, you know, I've... Yeah. If you've never seen it, and you could hear the guttural growls, animalistic yeah, type growls yeah. coming out of them. That's a common thing I've heard so yeah. many times. No, the the thing that got me was you could look at him and see it was lights out, but yeah. these sounds were still coming out of his mouth. Yeah. Like it, it was lights out, but it was like he it was like I was like, man, them bring back some days, not the good old days because those <laughs> it wasn't fun. I was like. I don't miss that. <laughs> like, yeah. I, saw, Does, I remember them days, but it was like, those. that's not, because it's like, when, because the thing with me, you know what, and I probably, I got to pray about that, because it was like, with my friend, it was like, man, I was like, I always had this fear that, please don't leave him like that. Because after what happened with my friend, and then how they did, it was like, ah, oh, this thing is on the surface. Oh, it's not coming off. And it's just like, no, I got to, I know it's got to come off, but it was like, man, it was, it was like, it was such a, to me, I, it was like all victories. And then we got to him. Cause like when we, me and my mother, when I got saved, we ran, we went to Alabama. We did deliverance on those folk down there. These people didn't even know we were speaking out in churches and then we get to him. And it was like, like, man, like this was my friend and he's still walking around talking to himself. Oh my God. And you know, and the thing was where it was like, where God was trying to show me how to deliver him. But I was mostly going off because he was like, I didn't know because one time I was at work and um, it, he just told me, he was like, because every time I tried to minister the Bible to him, he would always tell me what he thought was in the Bible and he would present it to me as fact. He was like, no, I don't think, he's like, no. He was like, I think the Bible says this and this and this. And we would get in these debates and be so frustrated. And then I was at work and God was like, he's like, pray against that spirit of pride. And then I, I was at work and I prayed against the spirit of pride. Now I, I just went to war at it and pulled it down. And when I got home, I was washing dishes. And he came up to me. He said, man, I apologize. He said, it just dawned on me. I don't even know enough about the Bible to be, to be arguing with you about it. And this was God like showing me how to go on that, that I should have been praying against these spirits that was manifesting one by one to, to get them off so I could get to the thing. But I was just like, okay, we was going, you know, I, I had told you, it was the one we was punching in the stomach and stuff because the demon told us to, you know, because that's what they were told. It was like, ask the demon what it's doing, how to get it out, and it'll tell you. And that's what we did. And it wasn't, it was, that was wrong. It was like, man, like, oh, here's a question. You plan on writing a book about deliverance? People always ask me if I'm going to write a book about something. <laughs> if the Lord ever tells me to write a book, I don't plan on it right now, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, the Lord got to tell say. you to write a book. You think he told Paul, write the, write the book. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I wrote it. 
Right. He didn't do it on his own accord. But um, yeah. but I, I was gonna say two things though. Um, gosh, the first one was the reason why we kept telling like Anthony God loves you and things like that. You have to realize while this person is going through deliverance, these demons are like scolding them for putting them in the position to one get cast out, but two trying to put fear in them to make the person keep them and not let them go. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes in deliverance, we will like call the person by name to let the demons know we're not talking to you. We want Anthony to come forth. God loves you X Y Z. Um, so that's really important. I forgot the second thing you said something just now. Um, Rob, but Write I the forgot. Book. But, um, Write the book. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I definitely <clears throat> want to point that out that it is important because a normal person doesn't, you know, when they go through deliverance, that's like probably their, it, hopefully not that they've gone through several deliverance. Hopefully that's their first deliverance. So this is all foreign to them. It's strange. And they need to be assured that God hmm. loves them. That, especially when you're yelling, sometimes the person may get confused like, are they yelling at me? And so we explain to the person too, before we start deliverance, when we start to get rough or talk, um, you know, very firm, we're not talking to you, we're talking to the demons, but of course you're looking at the person because the demons are in the person. So you really want to make sure that that person, that soul knows before you even get started, if it's an opportunity to explain this, if it doesn't just break out, um, if it does just break out, that's even more reason to reassure them as you're doing the deliverance, we're talking to the demons, not to you calling a person by name and just assuring them that God is helping them and that God loves them. So, Last question, I promise, <laughs> and then we'll let you go. <laughs> um, submit doesn't just ask one question. Well, how, how often when the person is delivered, do they remember any of it? Is that a, oh, is it all the yeah, time? Unless or? they have a situation where they black out, which that's normally a possession case. Um, yeah, and most of the stuff that I've done with has not been possession. So they remember it quite vividly, mm-hmm. and we do do a debrief after to make sure they ex- to make sure we're explaining what happened, so that they walk away with a biblical understanding and not just hey, you know, they told a bunch of demons to come out, not I feel lighter or whatever. We want to give that biblical education to make sure that they can connect it to things in scripture and understand what really happened, why it happened, and how to prevent it from happening again. So okay, I lied. There's going to be a follow-up question. So Lord, Lord, forgive me. <laughs> Lord, forgive Wet me. Cement, baby. I told you. That's well, it, I'm just wondering. So, for in Anthony's case, there, um, when when he came out, did he did he say like, man, I I like I couldn't control these growls and these. Th- yeah. Did he Did he talk about it or was he? Yeah, that's the thing. Because I I because I want to know. Um, I kind of like do interviews after we're done with certain people, especially if it's very demonstrative like that. Yeah. Because I want to know, like, what were you experiencing? What was happening? And a, a lot of times they'll say, you know, that they were scared because the demons were saying stuff to them to try to get them to not go along with the deliverance. but Or they'll tell them, we're your friends. Why are you doing this? They don't have that control. And they know, like, they'll say things like, I didn't want to, like, um, be mean to you, or I didn't want to yell at you, or I didn't want to start laughing, but it just like I couldn't control it because it wasn't me. And we're like, yeah, it wasn't you. Right. It was demons. So mm-hmm. a lot of times they're very concerned that they've offended us at the end because of the things the demons did through them, and we have to assure them we knew it wasn't you. We knew it wasn't <laughs> right. You. It's okay. And yeah. I want. It's one other thing. I we didn't, but we just you know I know we out of time, but 
we didn't talk about like generational curses and a lot of people don't understand what those is. But I'm gonna give you a whole, because uh, I'm an open book. I don't mind telling anybody anything I went through. So just about generational curses, there was one time I was going through the, the, the well, the, the second time I had went through deliverance. And um, uh, what I did was I put my head between my legs and I started making fart noises. Like, you know, <laughs> like, pretending like I was farting, you know. And then they called out the spirit of foolishness. And I was telling my mother about it. And she said, you know, your grandmama used to do that. I had no oh, idea. Wow, that's but weird. this was something. Yeah, this was something that she did pretending that she farted. You know, she had put the bend over and put that and she'd make those noises. But it was like this thing came down through, the, you know, it was in there. And it was like, you know, why I'm all about the jokes. It was like this stuff will come down through your family and you don't even know how it's affecting you. And, and, and why? And it's like, and and these are things that also too that may need to be, but well, do need to be broken off. And you're like, well, well, how come this person, everybody in our family has this issue? Like, um, my wife, she said one of her, um, her, she said her ex boyfriend when he was young, she said it was, she said almost every week there was a funeral in her, his family. The the men in her, his family died young. It was one after another. They were all dying. They didn't like really make it to they, you know, they had kids. And then they end up getting killed or somehow. And she was just like, it was a thing or the family. It was like the spirits that will follow your family, you know. Even and even tell people I was like, go back and watch the Bruce Lee movie. Like, if you watched it. But Bruce Lee said, he said there was a spirit that his father didn't defeat. He said that he said that followed him down. And if he didn't defeat it, it was gonna follow his children. Even though he went, he was talking about a whole nother a way. They understood that demons were following their their bloodline. Yeah. Other cultures talk about this, uh -huh. and you'll be yep. like, you know, and you don't understand these things, but these are things that also that need to be broken. Well, off. and then Brandon Brandon Lee died on set, right? So, yep. Yeah. Brandon Lee, did, yeah, mysteriously yep. was shot or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the the gun was supposed to be have yeah. you know blank just like the it, but they were just real. like the one that happened with Alec Baldwin, same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be a yeah, yeah. prop or whatever. All right, well, good show, Miko. Always a pleasure having you on. Thank you so yeah, much. Yep. Fun. Thanks for inviting me back. <laughs> yeah, we love having you on. We can't wait to have you back. Um, we yeah. need to do this more often. I mean, if you're up for it, and if you want to bring anybody on, I mean, if you if you want to bring some other uh, ministers in your church, or even someone that's been delivered, they want to come on, give their testimony, and you know they can talk for 10 20 minutes whatever and they want to leave they can, can leave but i can see if i can find somebody yeah that'd be great oh, just... when you get a chance just record yourself saying that's a demon so that we can <laughs> you know have that it could be a little sound bite yeah 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 that's a demon no it was great always a pleasure thank you so much yeah. uh, please hang on i'm going to close out the show here please hang on we'll say good our goodbyes after the show guys i'm going to release the gold pills for you uh they are released right now get yourself some gold pills thanks for joining us tonight god bless you we love you so we much we need to pray out we need oh, to pray out okay one second uh so uh tomorrow me and michael uh christian patriot uh network will be live right here on my channel at 10 p.m tomorrow night 9 p.m uh central time he's in texas um and then i think i think i'll be live saturday evening also with gino revan uh on both of our channels for our um random tandem show and then um I and possibly even one other show this week, and I'm not sure on that one yet, so we'll see. Um, and then, guys, uh, Robert, you want to give out some social media coordinates or anything for people where they might um, be able to follow you? My page is the Blood Bought Saint on YouTube. 
I God still deal with, uh, I'm I'm still behind on putting up those videos. Pray for me. I um I started them and then I fell off, but I I do have my test um m- almost all my testimony videos up. It's a few more um to the trials and testimonies of a bloodbought saint, and then I will be starting another one called a series called Manna in the Morning, where I will be sharing basically on social media like um little like two or three minute ministry things just to help people throughout the day. But um, pray for me. Hope God willing those are coming soon. Awesome. Miko, how about you? Your uh, social media coordinates, Twitter or anything? Or I would just say the main things would be um, YouTube and Facebook and they're both Gather Ministries. So yeah. if you type that in, the majority of our content is on YouTube and we have a bunch of our um, live Bible classes that are saved on our Facebook page. So. Awesome. You know, I put gathering ministries in her little box right down here, but I, you know, what's funny is I didn't have my glasses on, so it, it's supposed to be gather ink. <laughs> and I put uh... gathering. So sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I get embarrassed. Right, like I never wear these on camera because I, <laughs> it's just, I know what he's going to say. <laughs> so. Oh man. Anyway. Okay. Great. Uh, love you guys. Robbie, you want to pray us out? Or Miko or anybody. It's okay. Father, we just thank you for this gathering, Lord. We thank you for the um what you have taught us, what you have shown us, what was was revealed, Lord, during this show, God. I thank you for those that listened in, oh God. I pray, God, that they take home something, oh Lord, that will edify, build, God, and lead them closer to you, oh Lord. I pray, oh God, from what they learned on the day, God, shackles will fall off, fetters will be broken, oh God, and healing will take place, oh God, and deliverance, oh Lord. I pray, God, this will spark and launch, oh God, the ministry of others, oh God, to go out and cast out devils and heal the sick, oh Lord, and preach the gospel, Father. I pray for each and every one in attendance here tonight, oh God, Lord, that you continue to use them mightily, O Lord, that Father, every um, stumbling block in our way, O God, becomes a stepping stone, O Lord. I pray right now, God, that every spirit of retaliation, O God, we bind right now, O God, every spirit that will come, O God, to distract, O God, to um, to hinder, O Lord, to frustrate, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke that thing. We cast it far from us. We say that you will have no, no, you will gain no ground in our life. You will not affect our lives in any shape, form, or capacity in the name of Jesus. Lord, cover us, cover our children, our houses, oh Lord, our homes, our businesses, our jobs, oh Lord. Let them be protected, oh God. Even now, oh God, we pray that your angels will be about those things, oh God. Father, they will be gathered in front of it, oh God, to slay and destroy any adversary seeking to come against that those things that you have uh, put in our lives, oh Lord. Father, we pray for Miko with her... Um, her lawsuit, oh God, we pray victory right now in the name of Jesus. That yes. will be in her favor, the Lord. That nothing will go the enemy's way, oh God. That the um that the is planned and tactics will fail right now, God. And that God, that even that um this will be a testimony, oh Lord, a great testimony, oh God, because um who because those behind it, oh God, will turn to you, oh God. They will be you will reveal yourself to through dreams through revelation, through understanding, O oh God, and they will be repentant, O oh God. Bless us in every shape, form, and capacity, O oh God. Fill us with your word. Fill us with your might. Fill us with your spirit. Each and every day, O oh God, we thank you and give you all the glory, all the honor and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Uh, we also pray for you, Chad. I, I've got you all covered in my prayer every day. I'm praying for all of you guys. So um, this is a great community of believers. Uh, we know there's one way to heaven, that's for Jesus Christ. That's the only way. And Lord, we just thank you so much for that way. Guys, thank you so much. Be blessed. Uh, like I said, I released Scratch, and I don't see anybody getting gold pills yet, though. So 
it says it's released. So if, if you're still out there, <laughs> go ahead and yeah, it's released. I just checked three times. So yeah, go it's ahead. It's ten o'clock. Who show started? Somebody they might have skipped. Oh out, yeah, man. maybe over at Better Lately. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we love you so much. Thank you, and uh, oh, uh, we will I, see I you forgot. later. I'll know. Hola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's over. Go home. Go.